When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everybody, welcome to a very special live stream top 10, and I just need to explain that at the beginning of the live stream, I had some very big technical difficulties, so we're skipping past that and getting to the part where I was actually able to get things up and running. So, take it away past me. What the? Ah, but of course, of course the green screen has decided to die, because I didn't fix that. I have to... <laughs> um, alright, so... This won't do. I assume you folks can hear me now, right? It looks like I, I've never had that happen before. Of course! Uh, I flew too close to the sun. My hubris made me think, oh, I don't have to reboot my machine this time. It's a, it's on my freaking checklist every week. Reboot the machine. But I've got the green mist. All right, I am not going to have... There's... Let's see, what can I do to fix that? I am just going to say we will have no green screen today because I'd have to shut down OBS and restart it. Wait, no, I can. What can I do? What can I do? What can I do? What can I do? I, what can I do? I need um, to say... Where are you? Green screen uh, system and just hide the green screen. There we go. Okay. Back to normal. <laughs> oh, Ruel, where are you? This is all your fault for having a life and not being here for me 24-7. Okay, so sound is good. Picture is good. Uh, no green screen today. That's fine. Oh, we have no avatars. There's the avatars. <sighs> All right. Um, what's the sound that it makes when Sideshow Bob steps on the rake and... <laughs> I had like three of those back to back. Okay. Um, so, hey everybody. Uh, hopefully I didn't lose too terribly many of you uh, in that little brouhaha. Today... Oh, I gotta... Gotta capture my thoughts. And okay, that means everything's suddenly shut down, so I have to restart everything. So I've got everything queued up, right? That's fine. And I've got this <sighs> lesson freaking learned. Never again start without first rebooting my machine. I have no idea why. I, the thing I went to do is I, I went to try and grab a handy dandy backup mic. And uh, Windows detected it, but just no sound. Windows detects this thing right above my head. No sound. That has never ever happened before. Very frustrating. Thank you for your patience, everybody. I promise it's going to be smooth sailing from here on out. Thank you, Eric FHM, for subscribing with Prime. That makes it all worthwhile. Uh, uh, let me just get out of the way. Hey, folks, uh, like Eric, if you're an Amazon Prime subscriber, did you know you can support the show for free? You won't have to watch ads. You can get a stream avatar. Scroll down below, and you'll see a big list of bonuses and features you get if you are a subscriber. And if you're an Amazon Prime person, it doesn't cost you bubkiss. You just pull money straight out of Jeff Bezos' pocket and put it in mine. Yay. Okay, so we are live. We are on Twitch. And the main thing we are here to do today is something I've never done before, and I don't think I have ever seen any channel ever do this. The idea is that we are going to um, collaboratively come up with a top 10. I used to do top 10s every month like clockwork. Um, thank you. Uh, F. Tullen K. West. Hope you don't mind if I just call you Westy. 
Uh, thank you for uh, subscribing. And, um, oh, and Sly Silverwolf, and uh-oh, uh-oh, folks, it's time. I think we're approaching a hype train, which means I will slap a hype sticker on the screen if this doesn't break. Uh, okay, there we go. We're, we're hyped up. Um, new folks, that means if you're subscribing, if you're if you're gifting subscriptions to other people, if you're giving bits, uh, you can build up a hype train, which means you can unlock special emotes you'll be able to use for this particular episode. Uh, thank you. We are, we're very, very close to unlocking, or we're on a level one hype train right now, about to get a level two. Uh, thank you for everybody following and subscribing. Did I miss anybody while I was off in limbo? I don't think so. Yep, scrolling through. All right, cool, 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 cool. All right, I'm just going to relax for a second because I did not need that jolt of adrenaline uh, so early in the stream. Okay, so anyway, as I was saying, if you look up there, you can see I've got different goals for the channel. If we get certain subscribe, if we hit certain subscriber levels, uh, we unlock an RVR. We'll be doing a RVR Ruel versus Rado next week because we, we unlocked one last month. And um, also, oh, thank you very much, Stacy, for the chats. That is excellent. Uh, um. Yeah, who? All right, which means we're getting closer to unlocking a bonus run through, uh, which I would actually stream live on the channel as well. You can see that's the third one. The second one is if I get enough followers. If I get enough, uh, uh, Buddha Mud, thank you very much uh, for uh, for pushing us closer to the next RVR. And hopefully you enjoy the stream avatar. It'll show up in a few minutes. Scroll down to get details below the text. Anyway, what was I saying? Oh yeah, if we get enough followers, basically every thousand followers, uh, we're going to unlock this top 10 idea. We unlocked the first uh, collaborative top 10 last month in December. I'm working on my to get the 2,000 follower mark. And uh, every little bit helps towards that. And we're going to pay in on the first one. Now, here's the way I imagine this is going to work. Uh, you're here. You folks are going to suggest topics. Uh, I will pick five of the ones that you suggest. We will put them to a poll, and then you will vote. That will be a topic we will do. I will then do my darndest to actually come up with, as far as I'm concerned, my best stab at a definitive top ten. But I will definitely rely on you folks to make suggestions as well. And um, then, after we're done with that, I am actually going to film a top ten, like I do, like I've been doing for years now, which means you'll actually get to see behind the scenes as I set up the panels that I can, you know, cross-cut between through so that while I'm doing the top 10, we're talking videos. So, <clears throat> you'll, I mean, you'll probably hear about a few new games you don't know. You'll get to help me. Um, some folks will know of games that I might not have heard of. It should be interesting. Or, or it'll be a terrible, terrible train wreck, and we'll never speak of it again, and I'll change this thing from um, trying to unlock bonus top 10s to something else. Maybe some more RVR. I don't know. But that's the plan. However, before we get to that, um, I wanted to give more folks a chance to show up because, of course, I've announced this on Twitch and on YouTube and on BoardGameGeek and all of that. But not everybody can just uh, just jump right on board. So I figured to fill the time, uh, this is something I never, ever do. But I figured, okay, what can I do? Normally, if Ruella here, we would just chit-chat for a little bit. And actually, I probably should chit-chat to see how's everybody doing. Oh, I see the hype train is in level two. Excellent. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Let me just scroll through. Um... All right, Exacting Vampire checked out Flam Rouge based on our discussion. Uh, I hope you like it. I, it is a great game. If you like bicycle racing, if you're a Tour de France person, you have to check out Flam Rouge. It is literally the pinnacle of that subject matter. And let's see here. Uh, all right, oh, Goblin asks, could it be gaming topics or anything? That's a good question. I have only ever done one non-board game related top 10. It was actually my top 10 favorite video games of all time. 
And that is still, to this day, one of my least watched top 10s. So we could try to do a top 10 of pies or... Uh, Star Trek movies or uh, you know Marvel uh, superhero characters or something like that. But honestly, at the end of the day, I do not think... Well, you know what? Tell you what we'll do. When we actually get to the people suggesting, I, I can make a poll of five. Well, how about we put three gaming ones and two non-gaming ones, and then you folks can decide. Um, and and, 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 and uh, hey, this is collaboration. Uh, we'll see how it goes. I think that might be the answer to that because this is this is a this is a partnership we're doing today. Alrighty. And by the way, that is not the proper use of the word partner, which was this week's secret word on the R&R show. You still got to go find that. Unless, of course, you're a subscriber, in which case you can just whisper me and I'll tell you where the secret word is. Oh, I see people are already saying, Star Trek movies! Terror movies! Okay, we're not making the suggestions. Hold those suggestions, everybody. Hold the phone. Um, I wa- All right, so uh, before we get started on the top 10 proper, I imagine I'm going to be here for a couple of hours. Uh, you know, we got to make the list. That'll probably take 10, 15 minutes. I got to film it, which will take probably a half an hour. Uh, after we're done, uh, if you want to stick around, we'll use some Q&A. And I will experiment with the new question and answer system. Again, if you scroll down, you'll see, amongst all the other panels below the video, there's now a Ask a Question. Because if there's one thing I found streaming on Twitch, it is impossible to find questions through the chat because there's all the colors and icons and stuff like that. So if you have questions that you want to ask in the Q&A, you can go on ahead and submit them anytime you want. I have to approve them, just in case you happen to be a terrible person and you ask ask really horrible questions, but if I approve them, they go in a queue. People can actually upvote them, although I'll try to answer everything, unless it's a question I didn't approve, in which case I will not speak of it. So we'll do some Q&A after we do the top 10. Before we do the top 10, I promised this monster thing. Look at all of this silliness. All of this craziness. This just showed up in the mail yesterday. I was looking around saying, hey, you know what? I could do an unboxing to, uh, instead of chatting with Ruel, I could unbox some stuff and uh, pass some time. Well, we did it! Hype Train 2 is complete! Hoorah! More icons coming your way. And more hype stickers as well. So, um... This showed up in the mail yesterday. It's a ton of stuff. I imagine I'll be doing a run-through for it next month in February, because my schedule is uh, totally booked for this month. And I figured, you know what? Hey, everybody loves unboxings, right? I don't know. Presumably, this will be interesting. So, I'm going to unbox the big one. If you enjoy it, I'll unbox this other stuff, too, because there's like three boxes. So, let me get to the over overhead. Boom. There we go. Hello. Everybody always has special box cutters and knives and stuff like that to get rid of the cellophane. I never understand that. Just use your fingers. It's just it's just cellophane. Boom. Here we go. Opening the Great Wall. Let me make sure I'm not missing anything. Uh, nope, no other events have shown up. It says we're solid. Okay. Cool, 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 cool. And um, all right. And you unlocked your level one emotes. Enjoy. Uh, lots of train pictures, I expect. Alrighty. Omar says, you regret passing on the Great Wall, Omar. Uh, tell me why. I, I'm, I'm actually curious. I have to admit, I was really interested in it when it was on Kickstarter, but Awakened Realms never contacted me to cover it, which really struck me as odd, because they usually contact me about everything. And I figured, oh, well, they just must know something I don't know. They probably just know that I'm not going to like the game. But then, when I was talking about a different game, they said, hey, how come you never covered Great Wall? And I'm like, because you never contacted me. So, we were ships crossing in the night. We're we're gonna open this thing now. And hey, there's a rule book. That's nice. Lots of text. A few pictures. 
Lots of examples. That's appreciated. You know, I have to admit, I've always kind of hated having to rely on examples, but uh, I, I give up. You know, they, they just work. They're a really good way to solidify things and to actually give you a sense of, of the game, of, of the gameplay as you're reading. Um, you know, just those nice little things. And, um, all right. Okay, cool. Let's move on. Well, we've got some uh, player shields here. Uh, uh, is green screen back? Oh, yeah, that's right. Green screen I had to kill. We got a big old board, a monster of a board. Oh, we're going to have to zoom out, I think, for this. Let's go to the uh, not zoomed overhead. Out of the way, everybody. Yeehaw. It would appear to be two-sided. I'm going to assume that's a player count sort of thing. Urgh. And... Huh? Oh. Okay, I'm guessing this is where the wall goes. And uh, this is what we're trying to protect, and this is where the bad guys are coming from. It's big. It's gigantic. I can already tell this is going to be a pain in the butt to do a run-through for because it's so huge. And you can see um, it barely fits on the screen. But I always hate trying to do these sideway things. That's a problem for next month, Rotto. This month, Rotto, I'm just opening. And we've got a whole bunch of this stuff. Now, this is going to be harder to open without a knife. Yep. Urgh. Fortunately, just off camera, you guys can remember this. At all times, while filming, I have a knife nearby, just in case. Whoop. It's an old, rusty knife that's not fit for um, a eating utensil. Okay, so it would appear we are actually going to build real great wall pieces. That's, I mean, that's what this has got to be, right? These little things. I bet you they poke up through here. Is you here, Phil? Let's go ahead and see if we can make one of these walls. Woo! Woo! And folks, I am not an unboxer. Tell me if I'm doing this right. I don't really know. All right, so that just slips in here. And, okay, so you can start to see the Great Wall is growing. And I could slip this one in here. And, all right, it's not quite a wall until... All right, where's the end ones? Where's the end pieces? There we go. Here's an end piece and an end piece. Oh, okay, so I got to put the walls together and then put the whole thing together. Gotcha. Great Wall of China. I assume. Although, if I recall correctly, this game has fantastical elements. You know, it's not just a, you know, a straight-up historical representation. I do remember reading, too, that, you know, there are real historical people, but it's kind of a mishmash of history. And then, you know, throwing in dragons and stuff like that. A pastiche. An homage, I think, uh, the French would say, to real history. All right, and then can I get this wall on? I am not going to build all the walls, but... The Great Wall has begun. So there we go. We got a bunch more pieces about that stuff. We've got, oh, we got these things. I'm sure these are defensive lines. We got a lot of tokens. But here's why people buy this game, folks. Here's why people keep on coming back to Awaken Realms. So many miniatures. So many. And these look very nice. And now it would be nice if I had my green screen working. But I can't reboot again. Uh, if you showed up late, people in the chat can tell you, uh, things did not go smoothly at the start, but it looks like these have some kind of... I forget what it's called. Some kind of wash on them, because they actually I see a lot more detail. This is very nice. Um, as, as you can see, these are really cool looking. Not that I'm a big minis guy. I honestly... The other version of this game, they asked me, hey, which version do you want? Of course, the minis. And I honestly said, hey, I'd be fine with either one you want to send me, because I think the other one is more wooden pieces with stickers on them. And I think that would actually be pretty cool, too. In fact, regular minis, I would rather have standees or wooden pieces with stickers on them. But these are really nice, because they've done some kind of pass on them, so you can actually start to see some of the detail, and they're not just, you know, amorphous blobs of color, like most miniatures, which I will never paint, which is why I'm really not a miniatures guy. Then we've got more things and stuff. Gems 
And so building materials and a round thing, I guess. I didn't see it. We've got cards, a, a plenty. We've got other pieces. And hey, folks, I just unboxed a game. How was that? Uh, do you want to see the rest? Or I think I probably killed enough time. We could actually start doing what we're here to do. I've got three more boxes of this stuff. I think it's going to be a bunch of bigger minis. It's, that's when the, uh, the monsters and all kinds of stuff start showing up. Boy, I didn't think about what I'm going to do with this once it's unboxed, because now it's a big old gigantic mess that just is going to sit here. Except it's not going to. Let's remove the weapon and just put the, the one great wall. Oh, it's so great. Uh, yeah. Anyway, I, I was really surprised uh, because uh, you know most Awaken Realm games are you know kind of fantastical miniatures running around fighting stuff games, which is fine, but not really my favorite thing in the world. This is a worker placement game. This is a Euro. It made Tom Vassell's top ten of the year, so I'm very excited to try it. But it's gone now, unless you want to see some more. Let's see. I will now come back to the chat. Alrighty, what has everyone been said? Okay, uh, too much text, not enough pictures, says Stacy, not knowing... All right, oh, I, got, I was probably referring to something else. Uh, yes, uh, yes, Stacy. all the stickers are very, very subtle. Um, like like a, a, a dabbing unicorn. Why not? Um, they're fun. Uh, if you scroll down, there's a stickers... Uh, although... I, can you get to them on mobile? I don't think you can get to them on mobile. On every page, I put in one free thing, um, so you can like send some good vibes if you want without having to pay. But obviously, it's a system to get you to pay me a quarter so that you can make a little sound appear and stuff like that. They're fun. They're fun. I first saw them on, um, I want to say Paula Abdul, and now I can't get Paula Ab Paula Deming. Paula Deming's channel. I thought they were so cool, and I threw a, uh, um, a what do you call it, an Owen Wilson at her. And, uh, and she loved it so much, it just wow. made me feel good. So I figured, okay, i got to install these things too, because they are fun. Anyway, though, um, let's see. Continuing on, what else has everybody said? All right, there's been some love for this one, but know nothing about it. I know nothing either, James, other than it is a... Um, I, I don't believe it's cooperative. I think it is competitive, although maybe it has a co-op mode. That's true, yes. I think it was designed to be a competitive worker placement game where we're competing to be the best at defending... Uh, you know, China from invaders, but there is a co-op mode and a solo mode too, if I recall correctly. All right. Um, do do do. Uh, do. Oh, all right. Upstate Tom, subscribe. Thank you very much. Slow mo Slow down. Oh, slow down, Stacy. Apparently, apparently, I do not know what I'm doing when it comes to unboxing. I was just boom, 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 boom. I ran through that unboxing, and perhaps I should have sauntered. Sorry about that. All right. I uh, see. I look. Uh, game looks terrific. Vassal's description of the game um, really sold Omar, which is why he's so full of regret. Goblin always keeps the knife just in case Mongols invade. Uh, smart man. All righty. Use the sticky end of the packet. Okay, this is when I was trying to open it. Am I suggesting dragons aren't real? They're real in they're real in all our hearts. Sundropped. Thank you. That's the word. Yes, yeah, sundropped. Is is that like? Does somebody own that, or is that just a standard term where there's like a, a, a level of paint or wash put on it so you see the detail, but it's still available to paint? That it looks so good. They, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I, I, the, I couldn't put them too close to the camera because they'd go out of focus because I have autofocus turned off my overhead camera. That's why I used the green screen for, but the green screen died today, of course. But yeah, the sun drop looks really, really nice. Uh, yes, uh, Stacy. There was the uh, the the full deluxe version, and then a more low cost. I'm pretty sure they were wooden meeples where you can put stickers on. Okay. Oh, Stacy wants to see the cards. Does everybody want to see the cards? See, like I said, I don't know what I'm doing. Let me dig out. Let's see. I think there were some small cards and some big cards, right? 
There we go. Let's look. Here we go. Here's a few cards. Back to the overhead view. Back to the Kniffy. Ah, cards without green screen is a terrible thing. All right, so I would... Oh, these must be the invaders. Yeah, these have got to be the invaders, I am sure. Let's see. Do I have... Let's see. Let's go on ahead. All right, um, it's not as good a zoom in, but let me go on ahead and just... Whoop. Uh, make the... Uh, I'll do a manual zoom since I don't have my green screen on me. Bring that over there. Make it bigger. Come back to me. Zoomed in. And uh, there we go. Here, here's, here's a kind of zoomed in. A little out-focused, but... All right, leaders are coming! And more leaders. And brutes. And uh, infantry. And spies! And I, I, I don't know. Are, are these worker placement spots? How about I actually put it on screen? There's a good idea. It wasn't in the same place because I did the zoom thing. There's the leader. And the infantry. So, I mean, these are really nice looking. I mean, no surprise. I mean, Awaken Realms... They are certainly known for having absolutely stellar, out-of-this-world production, art, miniatures, etc., etc. So there's a few cards, Stacy. I hope you're happy. There's a bunch more, though. We'd be here all day. Although, I still got to find out. If people want more of this and less of the top ten, if so, there's a few more things, and then there's like three other boxes. Again, I, really, I had no concept in my head of how long it would take to do an unboxing, but apparently not long enough, because I should have kept going. All right. Oh, Omar also agrees. I flew through my unboxing. I'm a total novice. All right. Uh, with experience, I'm sure, comes uh, patience and temperaments. All right. Uh, the Meeple version was half the price, says Nocturnal Allen. Uh, and a lot of stickers. And yeah, I mean, I got to admit, I, I, I saw the pictures and I thought, I almost kind of like that better. But the sun dropped makes it good. All righty. Um... What else have we got here? Awaken Realm, paint process. I think the trademark. Whoops. Okay, I think it's like I'm caught up. Yep, I'm happy. Stacy is happy, folks. Stacy is satisfied. So I think we can move on. Uh, we got, looks like, 85 folks who are here now. Okay, folks. If you just showed up, here's what we're doing. We're done unboxing. If somebody wants to, I could maybe do some more unboxing after we're done with what we're here to do today. Uh, but we'll do some Q&A and other stuff. I'm going to do a top 10. I am taking suggestions from the audience. And then I am going to create a poll, and you, the audience, will vote on what the top ten will be that I and you work together collaboratively to create. Never seen it done before in um, board gaming. And so, uh, start dropping some suggestions in the chat. Let's see. Um, and meanwhile, I'll check. Oh, I see we've already... Mm, okay, I see there's uh, questions. People are starting to use the new question apps down below. That looks like an okay question. I'll approve it, which means it should show up. Everybody can see it. And uh, you can put more questions in the queue that we'll do a Q&A section after we're done with all the top 10 stuff. All right, so has anybody suggested things? Top 10 games... Top 10 games I played and didn't like, and then I played again and really enjoyed. You know... Have you asked for that before, um, Tech? Because I feel like uh, that is not the first time I've heard that uh, question, that request. And I'll be honest, that never happens. I, I, I don't, I, there is no way I could come up with 10 of those. Maybe in the early days, when I didn't know what I was doing and I was just kind of uh, flailing around. But even then, I mean, if I find a game and okay, we don't like it, there's no time to go back and try again. Moving on to the next thing, there's just too many. So I, I, I like the idea. I like the thinking. But nope, won't do it. All righty. 
All right, top 10 business sims. Okay, Goblin, that's uh, right up my alley. I think I could probably totally do that. All right, so new poll. What's the T10? All righty, um, business simulations. That's one. Let's see what else have we got. Get board game artists. Hmm. You don't, or Stacy, you don't see the question app? That ain't right. Hold on a second. Let me share my screen because you should see it. Where am I? Windows recording. Boop. There we go. And there I am, uh, 30 seconds in the past. So this is me, you know, and if you're just watching, hey, it's uh, it's there, and there's the chat and all that. And if you scroll down, you should see there, you could click this any questions, which will open up a separate, uh, what do you call it? Or you get out this, ask new questions. You click on this, all right? Oh, and he's top 10 posters you own. All right, somebody has made that request. I will approve that question. So more questions are queuing up and people can actually upvote the questions they really like as well. So that should all be down there, Stacy. Um, if you're on mobile though, I think you don't see this, which is why I just put this any questions thing. Because if you click on that, it'll bring up a, uh, a, a totally devoted to it, so you can ask the question there. I think you have to authorize it, though. When you click on it the first time, it'll say authorize, and um, yeah, because it wants to make sure you're legit in some way. I'm not quite sure. But anyway, that's what you should see, Stacy. I'm not quite sure what's going on, if not. Um, let's see. What, uh, maybe, uh, All right. So, um, Empress says, top 10 board game artists. Uh, here's the thing. That's a good one. I've already done that. I've done that within the last three years, and honestly, I don't think it would have changed. So I'd just be repeating myself. Now... It could be 100% your folks. If I mean, if I take myself out of the the making of that one, and it's you folks, you choosing what um what what are the top ten artists? I could see that because then it'd be you know Rado runs through's audience's top ten audience. But uh, this is supposed to be a collaboration, so I think I will. All right. So hello, hello. Top ten old games, ten plus years old. Says Bodie Belly. Yeah. All right. Uh, old oldies. Top ten oldies. Yep, that's a good one. That's a, I, that is a topic I have never actually done, in fact. And I would definitely need your help, because I'm totally cult of the new. Top 10 cuisines. All right, that's true. That's true. We did um, say we're going to have three game ones and two non-game ones. Um, Mom Gamer, top 10 games that surprised me. Mm. I did do that. I did that one a few years ago as well. Um, has enough... Would I be able to come up... All right, I'll, all right. Now, here's the problem. You folks wouldn't be able to help me. We couldn't collaborate on something that's 100% about me and my responses. You know, top 10 worker placement games, you can make suggestions too, and I do want this to be part of the process. So I don't think it makes sense for them to be all about me, because uh, I really want it to be a back and forth. So top 10 games um, that surprise the industry, although I don't know what that means, maybe. Top 10 holiday adventures. But again, that's about me! And I know, I mean, a lot of people just want to hear me tell stories about goofy things that have happened to me, but I want this to be about everybody. So, Mom, those are great games. Or, not my mom. MG, Mom Gamer 101, those are good suggestions. But, top 10 things I'd like to see used happen. Okay, you know what? That gets asked all the freaking time. Um, themes that need to be made. I am going to need help. Uh, the themes we need to see. I'm going to need help with that, because... I cannot come up with a list of that myself. But you folks can help, and I think that'll be really great. Top 10 games that we need to see games of. Okay. Alrighty. Um, all right. So I now have three game-related ones. Business Sims, Oldies, and Themes We Need to See. So now, let's put in some more general purpose, as opposed to very Rado-specific purpose. We'll put in a couple of non-game ones, and then you folks can vote. Let me... Uh, okay, let me scroll up. I don't make sure I didn't miss anything. Alrighty, DTD, top 10 games, disappointed. Again, that was a personal one about me. Top 10 cu cuisines. Alright, just top 10 cuisines. Um, 
C-U-I-S-I-N-E-S. Thank you for spelling that, MG, because I probably would have stumbled on that. All right, so we got top 10 cuisines. I know I have a few that are must-haves, and I would definitely be interested in hearing what other people think. Uh, top 10 things you haven't seen. Top 10 YouTube collaborations. Oh. No, because again, that's going to be me. I mean, you folks could say what your favorites were, because last year I did, I mean, I, I, I did, I did one a month. So I've done at least 10 in the last, 10 or 12 in the last year. And I've done other ones going back over history. But I think that's going to require, I mean, that would, I, I think that's probably a bit too deep. I, I think that would be hard to pull off. Plus, honestly, I would really hate for people who I've collaborated with who didn't make the top 10 to see the video. And I, that just, ugh, that kind of makes me feel gross. So, I mean, it's, it was, it's a good suggestion, but all right. Top send suggestions in the ask questions. It's not showing up. Uh, all right. Oh, let me look. Oh my goodness, you guys are really starting to ask questions pretty quickly. I need to write. So, oh, I see. Top ten. All right. So I see um, somebody is adding them this way. That's actually really smart. Was that you, Stacy? Yes, folks. Don't make me read the scroll. Send them to the questiony thing. All right. There were a bunch in here. Top 10 movies of all time. Wow. Top 10 games you can play via Zoom. I would put that on, but I know Ruel wants to do that. That is very likely going to be a, a topic that we hit in the weekly top, you know, in the weekly R&R show. So I'm not going to do that one, whoever suggested. I can't see who suggested them here. All righty. Um, I don't... All right. Oh, top 10 posters I own. I'm not going to do that one. I literally do not own 10 posters. I own one poster. The top 100 board game scratch, BGG scratch poster. So I could not do top 10 posters. Uh, my wife has a bunch of tulip posters. Alrighty, top 10 games that can be played via Zoom. Again, like I said, that, I, I'm guarantee within the next four weeks or so, that's going to be on the R&R show because that's been a lot of quests for it. And uh, games that disappointed did not meet my expectations. Again, that's going to be more personally about me. Top 10 games that disappointed did not meet your expectations. Oh, by the way, oh, I forgot to mention, folks. When you submit a question in that question app, it uh, it's weird. It just disappears. And it makes you, and there's, it really sucks that there's no question submitted that it should appear there so you know it went through. So don't worry, it did go through. I just hadn't looked at them yet. It's not until I approve them that they appear. So, okay, top 10 movies. Are we going to do top 10? We already have cuisines. Top 10 junk food. Top 10 jelly bean flavors. Top 10 cities to live in. Oh, those are all good. Okay, it's going to be one of those. Since we already have cuisines, let's do top 10 cities. Top, I, I definitely have feelings about that. Uh, and I'm sure you folks might have uh, feelings as well. All right. Um, start poll. There we go. Okay, that poll is going for two minutes, folks, I believe. So it's up to you to vote. What do you want to see? And all right, so I will clear these questions out of the queue, but it looks like the question queue thing is working, other than people don't know that their question gets submitted. That is kind of obnoxious. Top 10 electronics. Whoever suggested that, a good one. Too late! Too late. Okay. So now you can just use that um, ask new question thing for questions in the uh, Q&A portion of the show. Wait a minute, I got to put my vote in. I only get one vote. Oh, let's see here. Um, I'm, I'm going to vote for oldies myself because I'm genuine. I think that would be the one that you folks could help me with the most. I've got a handful of oldies I like, but I would really love to hear you know suggestions. So that's mine. I'm not trying to uh, skew the things. It looks like right now, Top 10 Cities is in the lead. And themes we need to see, that would be a good one, too. Okay. All right. How, how much time do we have? We have... It looks like a minute left. All right. Then I will just scroll and see if I've missed anything in the chat. What chaos did you miss, Kabuki? 
all the chaos. Uh, started up my sound. For the first time ever, just didn't work. I had to stop the stream, reboot my machine. It was the one freaking time, of course, that I don't reboot my machine before filming. And uh, so that all just blew up in my face. If you ever want to see what it looks like to... What, what I look like when I'm cursing vociferously, but you can't hear me, you can only see me because there's no sound, um, you can go watch the beginning of the uh, stream after we're done. All right. Um, are, how are we doing? How are we doing? It looks like we are almost done, I think. Let me zoom in. Seven, 16 seconds left. Wow, it's literally anybody's game. This is very close. This is too close to call at this point. All right. Okay. And remember, folks, all of these are chosen. Uh, you are going to have to help me. I, business simulations, I think I could probably come up with a top 10 on my own. And okay. Wow! By a freaking nose! By only two percentage points, themes we need to see. And honestly, I, I didn't vote for that one personally, but I'm kind of glad that one came through because people have been asking me this question for years. Anytime I do a Q&A, somebody always asks that and I never know what to answer. It comes up at least once every three or four episodes of the podcast, somebody asks. And Jen and I, we just don't know what to say. So now we're going to have that. We're going to have a top 10 um, themes that uh, the board game industry should really get right on. And in the future, when anybody asks, I can just point to this top 10 video. Noise. I am very happy about that. So, let's see here. Uh, right. Oh no, Stacy, you weren't jazzed by any of them. Still, it'll be fun. It'll be fun. Um, right. Okay. So, and oh, oh, have somebody spent some? Oh, so somebody is spending your auto points to push things over the top. Yep, that's a benefit. If you're new here, by the way, folks, one of the interesting things about Twitch, maybe the most interesting thing about Twitch, is if you look below the chat line where you type in chat, there's a big cursive R, and it tells you how many auto points you have. The longer you watch, the more points you accrue. Occasionally, you'll see a little treasure chest appear there, and if you click it, it gives you a bonus fifty because it's actually incentivizing you to actively watch the show, which you know is a cool idea. There's a lot of really smart things that Twitch does. That's one of them. Anyway, um, if you click on that R, you get a big list of things you can spend um, those channel points on, including helping you boost whenever we do a poll like that. Speaking of, are there any outstanding requests from the audience I need to do? We have a Trivial Pursuit. We have an argument. I can't argue by myself. Trivial Pursuit, next one's probably going to be Ruel, so those will wait till the R&R show next week. So anyway, folks, um, what was it? Oh, themes. Uh, seriously, I am not kidding. I have been asked this question probably two dozen times over the last few years, and I never know what to say. If somebody out there... And see, this is where it sinks or swims, because you folks need to help me with this. Um, because this is a topic I would not be able to do one. So, um, oh, say it all you want. Ah, oh, Kabuki Kid. Come on, you old crusty Kabuki. You know you, you, know you want to be where all the cool kids are. Anyway, though... Um, Ironic, too, because you are the master stream avatar jumper as well. Okay, so has anybody suggested any themes? No, I do not see them. Okay, well, all right, then I will try to think of a theme myself. And see, this is where the whole thing might fall apart. Um, what is a theme I would like to see in board games uh, that has not really been hit much? <sighs> gnomes. Daisy, Stacy Everdell says gnomes. You want to see more gnomes in board games. I see. I feel like I've actually played a few gnome games. Uh, in fact, a really good one I did a run through for. Uh, that was uh, it came out of a, a South American publisher that was really great. Oh, and then um, you know what's it? 
Shade covered Rise of Gnomes. It was on Kickstarter last year. It succeeded. I think gnomes are coming along. Bronze Age Collapse. Colonialization of Africa from Africa's point of view. Okay. Um, that, okay. I think... And oh, and um, I see that you spent your channel points to highlight this. So that's a good one. That's a very good one. Why can't I pin this? There it is. There's the pin. Uh, yeah, Bronze Age Collapse. Honestly, I don't even know what that means. What is the Bronze Age Collapse? So, I mean, I know there was the, the, you know, the Copper Age and the Bronze Age and then the Iron Age. So apparently there was some kind of massive calamity that befell humanity between the two ages. If so, that sounds like that is a good topic. I need to start making a list here. I'm going to open up Notepad. Alrighty. I'm sold on that one. The Bronze Age Collapse. And then you also had another one. Uh, bah, 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 bah. Uh, colonization from Africa's point of view. Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, call, all right. Uh, age of call, colonization. Uh, how would you say that? From the colonies. I mean, I'll have to come up with something. I do agree with that. And it doesn't just have to be Africa. It could be South America. It could be Asia. There are many, many stories that could be told. Like, for instance, um, one that's very, very cool. There's going to be a new anniversary edition of Puerto Rico coming out. Puerto Rico, of course, is a colonization simulation. But the new version is going to be after the colonizers left and the people are rebuilding their own society using the regular rules of Puerto Rico because they work. So I think more, um, you know... Uh, age of... I'm going to call it colonized. That's a good one. I, I think those are two... I agree. I would definitely like to see both of those games. So whoever said that, good job. Let's see what else we got. Okay. Ba -ba -ba -ba. Good Forest Fire Co-op. There's at least one I know. Of course, there's uh, you know House Forest Fire. There is one. It's called Jumpers or something like that. And it was actually pretty good. It was actually pretty good. Um, you know what we could do, folks? You know what we could do? Oh, no. I was going to say, you could submit them in the questions. I could approve them, and people can vote on them. You can upvote them. Now, here's the deal, though. The, w one of the things about this new Ask Questions feature is it's really a way to get you to pay me money because you can, you can put one vote on anything, but then you can pay um, bits, which are basically pennies. Uh, one bit is one US penny to upvote things even more. You can see there's one question. Four people have voted. They, they want to hear the answer to the question that's in the queue. So people could vote on those things. I didn't think about this. There are really great third party that I could put on screen and people could go to a web page and vote on them. Yeah, this one, I think, because it's got money involved, we shouldn't use that. But okay, uh, we need 10. Uh, firefighting isn't bad. Fire uh, fighting. You know what else, though? Right now, we've got, um, what is it, you know, a Flashpoint, which is always in the same house. And I think they sometimes they retheme it a little bit. What about high-rise firefighting? What about, um, uh, you know, forest firefighting? What about um, firefighting on an oil rig? I think, I think, I mean, you know, firefighting is an implicitly interesting thing. And the interesting thing is, you go back and you watch... Okay, here's the deal. I don't have to do this too much. I'm actually doing the top 10 right now. I got to save this stuff for the actual top 10. So firefighting variation... I've talked myself into that, whoever suggested that. Cool, cool, cool. This is great! It's working! It's working! Okay, let's see here. Let's go on. What else have we got here? All right, got to scroll back up. All right, ba-ba-ba-ba-ba. Gnomes. Yep, I, I, I have seen at least three gnome games. Plus, there were some old Gnomes of Zavendor. The Zavendor series was an old, very gnome-specific. Plus, you see gnomes in a lot of fantasy games. So, I'm sorry, Stacey. No gnomes! Gnomes does not make the list. All right. Co-ops, I play... I, I, one easy thing, Bronze Age Clive... Oh, Upstate Tom. 
You're speaking my language, man. Actually, I like that a lot, Iron Man. And I have a very specific reason why, and I won't spoil it. I'll talk about when I actually start recording this top 10, but 1,000% yes, Iron Man. Not just Marvel superheroes specifically, or broadly, but Iron Man specifically, I completely 100% agree. By the way, folks, if, if you see I've skipped you, I'm sorry. Uh, you know, submit them again until I notice it. I don't, I don't mind the spam. I know some people hate it, I, I, but I'm just... I, there's so much going on, and we're not here to help. Star Wars games are either heavy, a heavy Star Wars game, or crummy children's games at Walmart. They aren't family-friendly or gateway like a Star Wars villainous. Freaking A! Um... Johnson, Star Wars Villainous. That's really cool. What have they done? They've done Star Wars... I think they've done a Marvel Villainous now, haven't they? Star Wars Villainous, that's kind of... Personally, wouldn't be for me. But it makes so much sense. That's a really smart idea. That's a moneymaker right there. Um, oh, but then you also said Super Heavy. Super Heavy Star Wars. All right. Okay, well, let's see. Um, ba -ba -ba. One of the first co-ops I ever played, Iron Man. There is a oh, oh, Goblin's filling in. There was a dark age between the Bronze Age and the Iron Age. All the civilizations collapsed. No one knows why. All the bad stuff happened at the same time around 1172 BCE or B, you know BC. Yeah, that is BC now. Um, that is very interesting. I, I, I think that uh, that, that could be very cool. Euro games where you're Native American fives fighting against the railroad companies, not literally fighting, sabotaging, mining, building totems. I think that's great, Zillow. Um, I'm going to wrap that into the um, perspective of the colonizees. That's another great one. I mean, obviously, I, I said age of colonization, of uh, being colonized. I would include Native Americans and, um, you, know, you know, tell those stories. We've heard enough of my story. We've heard that plenty. We've not heard the other side, and there's so much... Uh, yeah, so I think we already got that covered, but that's a good one. I'll, I'll, if I remember, I'll mention that when we're actually doing the real top 10. Hot Shots the Game. Uh, <laughs> I don't see it. But, you know what? Modern... I mean... Oh, what, what just happened? Something just happened. What is happening? Kabuki Kid, resubscribe! Thanks, Kabuki! Three months! Okay, Kabuki, I know you say you hate Twitch, but apparently you're in it for the long haul. Thank you. We're one step closer to another RVR. Nice. Okay. Flight simulations. What flight... I mean... Are there? I mean, like, real Top Gun type stuff. Top Gun type flight sim. That's really interesting. Or a history of flight sims? History of flight? I mean, there's there, there's lots of things that are really about, you know, the flight simulation, or the, the, the you know, flight from a... Uh, um, you know, just uh, uh, airlines. There's lots of airline simulations, but not just about flight. But what would that be? Personally, I gotta say one thing, I have to stand by this, and personally, I could not see myself actually playing a game where my whole job is just to shoot Jen out of the sky. Is there something else? You know, there's those Microsoft flight simulators that are just about successfully flying. Is there? I've never played a Microsoft flight sim. If somebody out there has played a Microsoft flight sim, if you can confirm that there's enough depth and interesting decision in those things that they could be trans... Formed into a board game, I'll put it on the list. And I'll probably see that as I scroll down the list. Okay. Uh, ba -ba -ba. Iron Man meaning ultra... Oh! <laughs> Upstate Tom. You meant an ultra-running triathlon Iron Man. That's what you meant, but that's not what I took. I desperately now want to see a Tony Stark Iron Man simulation. 
Uh, I have to admit, I mean, again, I have to agree with this stuff as well, and I'm going to have to veto some stuff. Honestly, it's not that that shouldn't exist. I think it's a great idea, you know, balancing endurance. I mean, Flamme Rouge shows a, a blueprint of how that could be done, but I'm just so not interested in sports, personally. So it'd be weird for me to put... I mean, I, I just can't in good confidence. All right, uh, all right. Uh, oh, oh, and look! Uh, King Engine 1 says Flight Simulator. We just kind of talked about it. Fire Towers, 80s movie villains. Play the bad guys... Um, <sighs> That's actually an interesting idea. And I, there actually has been... There was a minor explosion of Goonies, Stranger Things-style kids on bikes, 80s games, and more of them are still coming. So I think we've got that covered. Uh, Hot Shots. Oh, Hot Shots is the co-op firefighting game. Yes, thank you. And it's cool. It's really cool. But I think I think there's a lot to do with firefighting, uh, in addition to Hot Shots and... Um, what, what's the other one? Uh... Flashpoint. I think there's more. I, th I still believe in firefighting, but thank you. Not Hot Shots, the movie, which led to a bunch of other stuff. Hot Shots is the name of the game, which ch check it out. I did a run through for it. All right. Oops, I should have put that on screen while I was talking about it. Okay. Um, Burgle Brothers rethemed as firefighting. Maze Building. Maze Building. Uh, there, you know what? There have been so many dungeon crawly type things that do that. I mean, and and I mean, if we had done oldies with goodies, I, I think a few of them might have made it on the list too. I think that's pretty well trodden ground. Uh, fire brigades and more love for fire. Okay, I see now. I'm really way behind. They're probably I need to start catching up because you fires firefighting in Alexandria's library. There is a game about that actually. It's not about fighting the fire, but actually trying to save the uh, treasures of the library. Came from Ludicrations, if I recall correctly. Horror themes that are unrepresented. Uh, father's work in monsters and board games, mind. Uh, I don't know, uh, Nathaniel Zillow Beast, what your father's work was. Um, but uh, tell me more. Cool horror themes. What does that mean? I mean, we've seen a few slasher ones. I mean, Final Girl is just coming out. I feel like that's kind of well-tread, but tell me I'm wrong. Okay, and Assyria survived the collapse, says Blue Sapphire. Then maybe it's the story of how, well, why did Assyria survive and nobody else did? I'm still sold on that. How have I been liking Boba Fett, Kabuki Kid? Put it in the question thingy! You're late. Scroll down. I have added a... You can add questions to a questions queue, so I won't miss them when we get to Q&A at the end. Um, I do have things to say about Boba Fett, though. And they're not good. All right. Uh, so definitely put it in the question queue. Far from extra topics unknown. All right. Uh, Amazon Prime subscriber. Okay, okay. All right. So artist games that are about specific artists, life and struggles, fame after death. Uh, for instance, Henri Toulouse Lutre. Hmm. Yeah, there's there's definitely like vague, just general purpose being so. Historical artists, I actually kind of like that. Uh, you know, because it, you know, a big portion of the game can focus on whatever artist, whatever style of art they do. You know, making a game out of that, but then also, I, I like that. That's actually a really good idea. And it doesn't have to be all European artists too. There are um, famous Asian artists, and um, you know, uh, South American artists and African artists. That's really interesting. Historical artists, you know, profiles in historical art. I like that. I used to play Flight Sim back in the '80s. Says Kabuki. That would not be a fun board game. Okay, that was kind of my feeling on that. Right, it would have to be a Top Gun shoot 'em up type thing. Alrighty. Oh, and there's more about Assyria. Uh, successfully flying a plane. Lots of controls in those cockpits. Yeah, I mean that's an interesting idea. And I mean, I could. I mean, I've seen pick up and deliver games that are about puddle hoppers and you know just flying from one place to another. But it's mostly just focusing on the logistics of how much fuel do you have and stuff like that. I don't know. Um, gold star. Somebody gets a gold star from um, Ferbs. 
I, I don't know what their gold star is. You'll have to say in the, cl- in the chat when I get down there. But thank you for the gold star. Or thanks to whoever uh, got the gold star. All righty. Uh, specific area like flying races or flying float uh, planes around Alaska making deliveries or drug smuggling. Yeah, see, I, I think I think that kind of stuff. That there's a lot of those things, or there, there's there's plenty of them. I don't think that's untrodden territory. Uh, right, running an insane asylum in the 1800s. Sorry, I missed that rare orb the first time. <sighs> I'm not saying that that couldn't make for a very compelling thing, and I'm not saying that it couldn't be done in an interesting and compassionate and humane way, but it would also be something that could be very rife and exploitative and maybe even kind of gross. And I don't know. I, I, I Honestly, I, I, I dig the idea, but I don't think it would be a good fit for me or, or my list. But thank you for the suggestion. All righty. Uh, play is Hans Gruber. Well, we, we already had a diehard game where actually I believe one player plays as John McClane and everybody else is Hans and, uh, and, and the gang. All righty. A board game, Heroes of Might and Magic, that's coming. We've already had one, a second one is coming. Video game consoles as a theme. Those, we have some, and more are coming, actually. But you know what? Okay, I'm going to put that on the list. Uh, video game development. Video game dev. That is an easy go-to one, and there's a lot. There's so much fertile ground for there. You know, the console wars of the 80s, modern video game development, independent development. Uh, you know, some folks know I came this close to to. Uh, well, actually, I did. I did a little bit of work with Portal Games to retheme Predaport or Predaporter into a video game thing, and it would have totally worked. Still, nobody's ever done it. I, I, I do think that has to go on the list. Yes. Okay. A play is bad guy is all right. No, you play as a bad guy in the 80s. The game plays against you as the spunky kids. Oh, I see. So, hmm. Um, the villain in a kids on bikes game. <laughs> right, okay. We'll put that on the list for now. Alrighty, question Q. Where would I find that? Uh, scroll down, Kabuki. Uh, it's just bu- bu- uh, yeah, somewhere below the text. You'll see there's a white box with a purple button that says, Ask Questions. And I don't know, I just, I literally set it up about a half an hour before we went live today because it's so hard, so easy to miss questions. I thought, oh, this would be kind of fun. It's no good, though, if nobody actually sees it. So far, only one person has submitted a question via the system. So maybe it's a non-starter. I don't know. Uh, But anyway, uh, Ruel hyped up the Mandalorians the other day. Uh, There's something you can argue about. Uh, Yes. I mean, uh, we've already done one argument about uh, Star Wars. Combat sports games. Yep, there, there could always be more of those, and I just so don't care about them. I mean, this is, at the end of the day, still a Rado um, top 10. Redwall, Fable. It's ridiculous that there is not a Fable board game. You're right. There, it's absolutely ridiculous. I will put Fable on... I don't know what Redwall is. Snowboarding, skiing. That is right. Why aren't there? I mean, I, I, I'm confident I've seen some. But they're really not that common. But then on the flip side, though, it's a, it's a good suggestion, but personally, just not one that I am interested in. A Game Tev Tycoon, uh, there's a video game based on it. Why is it not a board game? All righty. And oh, it looks like I've caught up with you. Era of shopping malls. That's interesting. Sh- oh my gosh, shopping mall uh, builder. Or, or you know, shopping mall tycoon. 
That's really interesting. Although, these days, it's kind of a sad subject because, of course, they're all dying. So, it, like I said, it would have to be 80s. It'd have to be at the peak. Asymmetric mythology game, uh, Greeks versus Egyptians, Hindu, Japanese, Norse, etc. Ono's HS, that, that has definitely been done. There are a bunch of games that do that. You know, Magic the Gathering style card things, a bigger, more elaborate ones. That, I mean, I, I know it's not the kind of thing I'm interested in, but I know I've seen a lot of those kinds of things. Running a YouTube Twitch channel. All right, being a you know, uh, yeah, being a uh, me, uh, yeah, media person, uh, you know, YouTuber. That's interesting. I, I yeah, you could definitely make a thing out of that. Managing time, you know, uh, you know, trying to make a living out of it, you know, building audience stuff like that. That makes sense. Yeah. Okay. Villains against hero playing a flash game. All right, all right. Okay. Oh, so King did mention a game, Abo. Uh, a Bobo's Big Adventure, which apparently does the villain uh, against the kids. Sports management. We, you know what? I suspect after Portals 11 comes out and it hits big, I am sure. I guarantee. After Portal announced 11, there are probably other publishers out there that are working on other sports management games right now. I mean, it's just such a no-brainer. I know they're coming, but you know what? They aren't here yet, and that is a reasonable thing. Sports manage manager. I don't care about sports, but the business side, that's interesting. All right. Okay. You know what? What have I got here? I've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen. As a Pitfall fan, just happy to see you rolling right about it. Um, you know what? I, I feel like there are enough games out there. I mean, how interesting would a board game be this all about just walking up and down the uh, staircase and trying to dodge the uh, logs that go by? Shex Games Edition is rating with 37 viewers. CGE... How did you know? Hey, everybody. Wow. Check out this raid. Who came up with that? I don't know if I care for that kind of dad humor. Check out this raid, indeed. Still, great to have everybody. That's really cool. Um, thanks, everybody. Here's what we're doing right now. Um, you showed up just in time for me to do a uh, top 10 board game. Uh, and uh, we're doing it based on suggestions from the audience. The audience voted, and the top 10 uh, board game subject we're going to film today is, uh, what do you call it? Uh, board game themes that really we need to see, that we haven't Hello. seen enough of. Hi, says somebody with a sticker. Um, oh, cool. Uh, so Stacy says, oh, Stacy's saying hi to everybody. That's nice. Um, cool, 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 cool. Wow, check out this raid. Ah, uh, people keep saying it. Stop with the dad humor. Actually, I'm totally fine with dad humor. Bad puns are totally welcome at the uh, Rado Runs Through Chitch channel. So anyway, um, we've got a list of 13 that the audience has suggested. You know, again, uh, topics. Topics that would have to appear on a list from me. A lot of really good suggestions, but that I, I would never put on a list personally. So uh, if, if you guys or gals have a few more ideas, if you folks ca can throw a few more on, I I you know, I've got 13 right now. I could probably throw a couple more on, and then we'll have to whittle them down to 10, and that will be an interesting and painful process. Let's see. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Okay. 
Oh, and I see somebody has submitted a question in the question queue. Maybe this exists. It's too similar. Something already exists with a game where people play a space program around the world and race to be the first to reach the moon. Yeah, actually, uh, there are a lot of games like that. There are Golden Age of Space Race and Modern Day Space Race, where all the different countries are working at. That's that's pretty well-trotted ground. Okay. So what is a sport manager game? Uh, and folks are letting him know what 11 is. It basically means you're not a player on the field. You are the general manager. It is your job to recruit rookies, to you know pay for their training, to deal with sponsors. Um, and then there's some kind of game that also lets you kind of abstract, but uh, you know recreate the actual games themselves. Uh, thank you, Naval, for the Prime subscription. Um, no more ads for you. And if you wait a few minutes, you're going to get a Scream avatar walking around down there. Um, you know what? I haven't done... Oh, 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 oh! I'm going to test this. Uh, for folks who subscribe, one of the benefits you get is you get a screen, a, a screen avatar, which is a little person down there you can customize and dress them up. You can um, you know, hug each other and fart and jump around in a and play in little mini-games. And one of the things you can do is a battle royale. And I think, if I've got it right, the battle royale will make sound now. So I'm just going to test that right now. So um, one person is going to win 100 customization points after there's a big, epic battle fight to the end. Let's see if this works with the sound. That was another thing I was playing with last night. All right. The Battle Royale is beginning. And while it's going on, uh, you new folks, can, if you can think of any more uh, Euro-style board game topics that have not been hit. All right. Is there sound? No, there's no sound! Oh, come on. Come on! It worked last night! It worked last night. It worked last night. All right. So you folks don't get to hear the... Uh, the uh, the the classic Star Trek fight music that is now playing in my ear. Um, so shoot, that's a bummer. Uh, well, back to the drawing board. But again, um, is that why my sound was messed up at the beginning? Because I messed around with trying to get sound for the stream avatars for big battle royales like this. All right, I can chant. Bob, 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 here it comes. All right, I'm going to stop that. That's ridiculous. But it sounds really awesome in my ear. Alexander Courage is a freaking musical genius. So much of the original Star Trek is about that insane, wonderful music. Um, all right, so anyway, we're getting close to the end. And uh, let's see, did, did anybody have any suggestions? If not, we're going to run with that 13 I've got, because I'm happy with that list. All right, I'm, all right so I'll scroll back up a bit. About sports management. What about uh, pandemic-themed board games? Uh, we've got enough pandemic-themed board games, I think. Uh, all right. All right. All right. And I, oh, I didn't even see who won. I was too busy focusing on this. Battle Royale starring what about Baby Boo? What what it do, Baby? Oh, you're saying hello, Sir Bearsworth. Okay. Uh, where's the burrito? Burrito modular board game with a bunch of mechanics, and players can pick and choose mechanics they like to include in the play? That, well, you know, that does exist. Uh, that was a very brave experiment from Friedman Fries called 504. And everybody hated it, except for me. I thought it was actually bold and genius, but the industry, by and large, spoke loudly and said, yeah, not a good idea. But if you're interested in Lord of Cardboard, definitely check out 504. One of the boldest, most innovative things the industry has ever done. And obviously you have an interest because you, you suggest it. Um, right, yeah. 
The, the cry of every uh, streamer, it worked last night! Why isn't it working now? Yep. Oh, man. It was a rocky start today. Uh, all right. But things seem to be going okay now. Feel like this happened before, sound of those avatars. All right. You, if you, you, you did not hear the music, right? I'm sure you didn't. All right. Songwriting. Pro progression melody chord creating the hit song. Sorry I didn't see that before, Steven. There are definitely games about creating hit songs, but they're... But the uh, but the but the the songwriting itself is really abstracted out. I'll admit that's an interesting idea. I don't know anything about chord progression or you know you know melodies or you know that kind of stuff. It's it feels like that would be more of a mini game within a side within side a bigger game. And honestly, that has been done. Uh, there's uh, Ars Universalis was a game where we're rich patrons in the uh, Renaissance, and you can play different mini games depending on whether you are um, patronizing sculptors or musicians or classical artists and stuff like that. So I feel like that's been hit. But it's a cool idea. All right. Perhaps a niche, but what about asymmetrical holiday-themed game where you play different deities with common goals? Somebody mentioned different, you know, traditional pantheon deities, but you're talking about, you know, Santa Claus and, and the Easter Bunny and, and all that kind of stuff? That could be cute. But, um, I mean, that would just be kind of a one-off. I don't think that's like... I mean, that's not something the industry is crying for. I do love the idea. And I feel bad. I mean, again, these are all good ideas, but I'm just trying to cycle them through the lens of, man, why aren't we getting more of this? For folks who came in late, you'll see several of the items are like, yes, why isn't the industry doing this en masse? Why, isn't, why doesn't every publisher have their version of this game? And I think a Santa Claus, Easter Bunny, a Jack Skellington game probably doesn't quite hit that mark. Um, and apparently I sounded more like uh, Superman. Um, right. All right. Oh, yes. I, uh, all right. The singing is over. Never again. Somebody requested. I always try to give the folks what they want. Producing a live TV show. There, um... That is interesting. I mean, I was going to say, there is the networks, which is about running a, a network. And, um, you know what? Somebody did have, being a YouTube banner, I'm going to say, um, uh, you know, live... Uh, live TV. I'm going to expand that. I think there's really interesting stuff there. It was just be about running a YouTube show, but yeah, I mean, I could see that being broader to, you know, we're broadcasting live, problems happen, you have to hit certain things, you have to give the audience what they want. I think that's cool. All righty. Tracarian, reskin to be about uh, stand-up comedy. Stand-up comedy circuits. <laughs> that is interesting. So, yeah, for folks who uh, have not played Tracarian, it is a game about being a Victorian-era magician. And it's so abstract that that could really be any kind of stage performer. The way you put on your magician tricks, and the way you build your tricks, you could instead build jokes. That is interesting. But I think, again, that would be kind of a one-off thing. Um, right. Detective Engine... What do you got? Oh, you're, you're just asking in general. Okay. Record is... Apparently, we have re Record is... A, re roll cameras close to... Okay. I think... Wedding planning, attack of Bridezilla, or party planning in general. Party planning, that's interesting. Party planning, that's really good, in fact. I can imagine a lot of different takes, a lot of different types of parties. Uh, you know, a, a party slash events planning. Oh my gosh, that's really deep. There's a lot you could do there. I like that a lot. Okay, okay, okay. Now I have too many for a top ten. What do I have got? I've got one, two, three... 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14. I have 14. And now I have to wick away four of these. And I should let everybody see what they are so you can um, watch pain. How will I do that? How will I do that? I will put this over here. 
And then I will go back to sharing. Let's see, what do I need to share? I, oh, can I, can I, how can I put that in a browser? No, I can't put that in a browser. Right, okay, I'll just share my screen and I'll make this text really big. There we go, really, really big. And then I will go back to, oh, where's my screen share? Okay, why did that shrink? Because I'm live, of course, and it wants to make things difficult for me. Sharing screen, a oh, Windows recording, boom. So here we go. Here's what the list is so far, the 14. The four, that's a little too big. All right. And, um, oh, I'm, I've shared everything. I've disappeared. Where am I? Here I am. Get out of the way, me. Get out of the way. Move. All right, oh, hold on a second. We'll just move this over here like that. And we'll minimize that because we don't need that or that. There we go. Okay, so here is a list. A real listy list. <sighs> That's 14. What would be... All right, so you guys, you've done fantastically to get me this far. Now I've got to pick. Which ones do I want the most? I got to say, uh, YouTuber and lot Those are great. Those are such great ideas. I can see just so much rich. And um, I know it wasn't whoever said Iron Man. I want this personally. And I know this is kind of me countering what I said before about how trying to do broad stuff, but I just want an amazing Iron Man game so badly. Not Iron Man triathlons, but Iron Man the Marvel character. Uh, for reasons I'll explain when I start doing the top ten. Okay, so that's three. The Bronze Age Collapse? Oh my gosh. Whoever it was, I think it was a goblin who suggested that. You really pitched me on that. That sounded amazing. And games aged of the colonized instead of the colonizers? We must do this. I think this is important. There are so many stories waiting to be told, and board games are the perfect use for it. Let's see here. Let's see. What else? Video game development is kind of a no-brainer. I mean, how can I not put that on my list, considering the fact that I almost worked on one? All right, what else have we got? Uh, let's see. So you folks are doing... Oh, thank you, Denoga, for the three-month subscription. You are the best. Uh, uh, see. I see Jamie is making a pitch for historical artists. You know what? I did like that one. I did, I, you know, I did like that, especially because it can be doesn't have to be just European artists. I mean, it could, it's so much interesting history could come up there. And, you know, and also, it's a way... It, you know, as, as, a, as, a, as a series, different artists with different um, art forms mean different games, including the how to make uh, proper melodies. Oh, man, that's nice. All right, so what do we got here? We got seven. We need three more of these. I feel cheesy putting literally Fable, the game that I was the lead, the co-lead designer on, Fable 2, on the list. That's just really too self-serving. Yeah, I can't do it. I can't do it. I can't do it. All right, what else? More sports managers. I could put it on there, but the thing is, I guarantee you, they are coming. Eleven is going to be such a big deal. Other publishers are going to say, well, yeah, of course we have to do this. So I don't think we need more... Uh, I mean, because I think the industry is already going to be on that. All right. So one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. I got to admit, I love the idea of, you know, 80s era shopping mall. A shopping mall tycoon is a brilliant idea. Okay. The rare Norb says I should do it. It says I should I should actually say my games. All right, I'll do it. I won't put Fable specifically, but I'll be cheesy, and I will say, yes, of course there should be a Siphon Filter. Of course there should be a Fable. Of course there should be a Brink. We practically got that one already. Of course there should be a Pitfall, Lost Expedition. Of course, where's The Sims? Where's the actual licensed board game version of The Sims? That's not just some tie-in knockoff, but really does Sims. Yeah, okay, I'm definitely putting my games on the list then. All right, you've talked me into it. Didn't take her. It wasn't too hard. All righty. Um, 
Right. So what do we got now? Oh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. One more. One more. One more. Okay, folks, you're going to pick the last one. Let me uh, pull up the poll. What's the last one? Oh, that's the wrong button. Here is the button. All right. New poll. La uh, last entry. All right. What are they? They are firefighting. Because, I mean, it, it, yes, there is some firefighting, but it was discussed earlier. There are so many avenues of firefighting. There is so much to do. There are high-rise firefighting, um, oil rig firefighting, you know, I mean, a million and a half things. And firefighters are some of the most amazing heroes we have. We should celebrate them more. Firefighting, um, Star Wars, villainous, or, I mean, and this is just in general. Ugh, I can't put that one on. I'm sorry. I can't put that one on. Uh, whoever suggested, but I will put in super heavy Star Wars. You know, like, uh, but, but you know, a mass market appeal. Uh, you know, amazing Star Wars. I mean, because normally these Star Wars games, they, they you know, they're kind of midweight, but like a really big one, like a Vita Lasarda Star Wars games. Come on, and um, uh, be the villain in a kids on bike genre or kids on bike. All right, okay, folks, you will have two minutes to vote to pick one of those, and and this will be the number ten entry on the list. Super heavy Star Wars again. What if Vita Lasarda um, was let loose on the Star Wars galaxy? It's not just a simple oh look, we're a bunch of fighters flying around, or we're just doing adventures. It's a deep, rich thing. There are so much you could do. Um, Death Star Tycoon, building the Death Star. Um, you know, try you know trying to rebuild the Republic. After the Empire Falls. I mean, you know, really interesting Euro-y stuff. Not just running around wishing lightsabers around. Euro-y Star Wars. That's what that one is. Um, villain on a kid's bike is be the villain dealing with those rascally kids, whether it's the Scooby-Doo gang or, you know, Stranger Things. Firefighting, really giving um, the those heroes their due more firefighting. Flashpoint, they kind of got covered, but there's so much Flashpoint doesn't do. All righty. Um... Mom Gamer, I'm almost positive there have been a few games about board game publishing. No, they were about uh, board game convention running. I don't think board game is is enough, is big enough, uh, unlike video game publishing. Um, right. Oh my gosh, how's it going? How's it going? We're getting close. What are we at? Oh, oh I get to put my one vote in. All right, I put my one vote in. I'm not even going to tell folks what it was. But wow, firefighting and super heavy Star Wars, neck and freaking neck, right down to the wire. This is exciting. This is why I like to see, because um, I'm, I'm totally happy with either of those. Those are both phenomenal suggestions. Everybody, I want to say, had a phenomenal suggestion. And so far, it feels like this crazy experiment is actually working. Okay. Um, oh, but it looks okay. Star Wars has made... Okay, I tempted fate, and wouldn't you know, my microphone went out right at that point. So it took me a little get to get back online. Let's skip through that and pick up where we left off with a befuddled me. Go! Go. Yes? Yes. Okay. W-T mother-effing F. What D-H? Jeez Louise! What was that? Okay, it's one thing because I was messing around with, you know, virtual audio cables last night, and maybe that messed with my mic, and I didn't think about that, and I had to reboot. But in the middle of a stream? Thank you, folks. How long was I out? I'm sorry about that. Hopefully not too long. Okay, only for a few seconds, says Denoga. Oi. Oh, man. Well, it takes a day off, and the whole thing falls apart. Okay. Wowzy. Wow, wow, wow. Hmm. 
How am I going to deal with this? I'm, I'm going to turn all this into a podcast eventually. I'll worry about that tomorrow. I'll probably have to edit out because when the mic was off, oh man, I was I was cursing up a storm because this is no bueno. Didn't like it. Uh, there's a lag between the sound and the video. After the poll ended, I dropped out. And, uh, well, all right. Okay, so first of all, right, so you're saying I'm lagging. I'm going to turn off my mic and turn it back on, see if that makes a difference. One, two, three. Hey, ho, hey, listen. Looks like, I mean, my, my little audio meter, it looks like everything's uh, fine. Um, thank you, MG, for, for, the, uh, for, the, for the support. Oh my gosh. I, I, this is crazy. I mean, this micro, this is a Yeti Nano. It's been nothing but great. It's been one of the best investments I ever made. I, I can't imagine it's hardware. So who was, somebody said it was as soon as I did something. What was it that I did that made it go away? After the poll ended, I dropped. Why would that be? I don't know. I'm here now. Everything's perfectly fine. Okay. So what I was about to ask when the sound dropped out, when the uh, streaming gods wanted to shut me up, um, was... Oh, by the way, um, a rolling phantom. Thanks for subscribing. I don't know why you're subscribing to this train wreck of a show with my sound dropping out all the time. Uh, But uh, enjoy your stream avatar. Scroll down. There's like a little section telling you what commands you have and how you can customize and stuff like that. And uh, anyway, boop, boop, boop. Right. Oh, I was going to ask, do you actually want to watch me filming this now? I am going to film this run-through. And I could do it now, which means you'll have to watch me actually set up and find some images that can represent all these different ideas, and I'll put them together, and then I'll say, I'll stop back and forthing with you, and I will literally just record the thing, and you can talk amongst yourselves. It'll probably take about 20 minutes, and then I can um, do some Q&A. Or, if that is not interesting to you... Um, Oh, Kabuki Kid, did the poll have sound events associated with it? That is interesting. It, I, I, I mean, you know, it, that is my first protocol. I will definitely have to check that out. I mean, I've done, we've done, we do polls almost every single episode. It's never happened before. Definitely something's going on, though. All right, I see people shouting yes, 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 yes. Oh, yes. Okay, fine, fine. Okay, then, folks, you have to wait a little bit. Let me bring up a uh, my, my browser, my browser, browser, browser. All right, there we go. That's not the browser. That's the browser. Oh, but the browser is gone now, of course. Let me reassign uh, the browser. Of course, that disappeared. There we go. Okay, so you can see the browser. I, I'm going to I'm going to use the browser as my top 10. So what I need to do is I need to have 10 tabs open in my browser, each one showing a picture that represents the topic. And then I'm just going to go, I'm going to talk about the top 10. It'll be in countdown form. And I'll just switch between the tabs. So uh, we need some pictures. All righty, so... Star Wars is easy. Let's just go on ahead and uh, get Star Wars. I just all I need is the logo. Now, if I if I were to take the time, I would actually uh, there we go. All right, so and open this image in a new tab. Uh, where is that? Open image in new tab. There we go. So boom, boom. So Star Wars. If I were to take the time, I would actually get a picture of Vito Lasarda, and I would, you know, superimpose him on. But I'll just describe what I'm talking about when I say heavy Star Wars. Okay, so that's one. We need a another bitmap now, and the next bitmap is going to be shopping malls. Shopping malls. All right, image, 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 and um, yeah, I mean, yeah, bit, bit, there you go. That that captures that, <laughs> that captures the ridiculous. Although. I think maybe that's a little bit more iconic. Certainly for American. Oh, but this one's a bit nicer looking. That's nice. Let's go with that one. All right. Uh, open image. 
All right, open image and new tab. All right, so I've got my shopping mall picture. Now, let's get um, Rado. Oh, so cheesy. Um, let's we'll do that one. We'll do this one. Nope, that's really low res. This one's a fairly high res one. Uh, let's see, what's a good, what's a silly picture of me? That one? That's a silly picture. And Ruthless was actually a really good pirate game that not many people know. That was a fun game too, being talking about Istanbul. That's a cool picture. Um, yeah, let's do that one. All right, so open image in new tab. So that's the games based on my games. All right. Uh, image. Oh, all right. Uh, colonization. No, this one's not a fun one. So for colonization. All right. What do we get? Well, I mean, it's, yeah. Um, where's one that, one that celebrates, not the colonizers, but is, can I find a picture that celebrates the colonized? Because that's the point of this. Um... Uh, yeah, see, not not this. Not white people getting bowed to by the thankful natives. Um, uh, all right, colonization. I don't want to do... Oh, I'm afraid of looking at this. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's really horrible, ugly pictures, too. I mean, what's going to be a good picture of this that's just not horrible? This is the kind of stuff I do behind the scenes. Um, yeah, and, okay, so... How uh, about pre-colonization? Pre-colonization. You know, focusing on before, how great era colonization. Uh, well, that can be something. Uh, Ten reasons why life is better in pre-colonial Philippines? Like it. Take it. That's it. There we go. That's a good one. Okay. And, oops. I opened that wrong. I'm sure that's a really interesting article, too. Open image and new tab. It's a little low res. But that's okay. That'll do, right? That'll do? Yeah, that'll do. That'll do. All right, celebrating, um, you know, all right, okay. Phew, that was a tough one. All right, um, historical artists. Uh, uh, history's greatest artists. Hopefully I can just get like some kind of um, pastiche of a bunch of different artists. Yeah, that'll do. There we go. Um, yeah, that's actually really nice. Okay, open image and new tab. All right, we've got uh, artists from history. Then we've got Iron Man. <laughs> I'll explain it when I get there, folks. Uh, I promise, I promise. It's and it, it is kind of more broad than just oh a game about Tony Stark, um, right? There we go. That one that'll do. Open image in new tab. Is that fine? Yeah, that's fine. Be nice if all right. Whatever. Okay, coming back over. Right. Okay. Iron Man. YouTube live TV. Let's just do live TV. No, a live TV studio. All right. All right, what or YouTube streamer? YouTube or YouTube streamer? Let's see what that gives us. There you go. Yeah, okay. That, that that kind of. All right, let's do that. Whoever you are, I'm gonna make you famous. You do video games, you're probably more famous than me, probably. All right, open image, new tab. All right, so party event planning, party planning, pounding, planning. I'll, I'll come back to you, sexual. See how everything's going. This doesn't really capture it though. This captures a bit better. Okay, there we go. Save image. Save image as. No, not save image. Open image, new cat. And then video game development. Video game development. All right, what do we got? Uh, yeah. Are these people playing? Uh, that, I like that one. That's a cool picture. That's actually a really good picture. I've been in situations like this. All right, I've, I've worked with programmers who do this. They're not quite as happy as that. But, um, right, so open image and new tab. There we go. Okay, cool. So I have 10 pictures now. Let's see uh, how everybody's doing here. 
Okay. Hey, listen! Stupid fairy. Uh, you, you, or, or, hold on a second. Now, now you've made me... No, I'm not going to do it. One of the stickers I can do is, hey, listen! All right, perfect, fine. All right, all right. Let's see. How are we doing? Want you to record everything. Okay, Denoga, I'm going to do it. Yes, yes, yes. How's the sausage made? Heaviest Star Wars games? Probably Star Wars Rebellion. And yeah, and, and, and that's cool, but not... That's not a Rado-style game. I'm a Rado... I mean, I'm really sold on that now. All right, okay. Played Outer Rim. But th those are all just adventure games. We have enough Star Wars adventure. Star Wars economics. That's what I want. Uh, running Star Tech and siphoning money to build the armors. Oh, Goblin, you're reading my mind. Okay, looks like I'm caught up. Looks like everybody's fine. All right, so... Now then, let me... All right, so what order are these in? Let me get rid of the... All right, so we need the Star Wars. All right, what do I want better? Star Wars or video game? Uh, I'm actually really sold on that Star Wars more I think about it. Party planning, video game, how to... Wait, wait, wait. Oh, this is... What was the other one? All right, oh, that's... that's... There's still no more questions. I think the question asking app is a failure. Nobody's using it. All right, so we have party planner. We have... Oh, this... Oh, yeah, this isn't a video. This is a streamer TV Right. Um, I think I actually like Party Planner more than that. I like video gaming uh, more than party planning. I like women and colonization. I I feel like I should put that on number one, or not, or, you know, just uh, colonized. But man, that, I'm really in love with that Star Wars. The more I think about it, the more I really love that Star Wars thing. All right. Uh, let's see. And, and, and this is what I do, folks. I, I make a list. I just, you know, I, I think about it. I, you know, I, I don't use tabs in a browser. Normally, I'd be on my couch, on my laptop, uh, just doing all this in Notepad. But I'm, I'm trying to skip ahead and make this a little more visually interesting for you folks. All right. I mean, I, that's a really specific... Nope, no, no. Actually, I'm going to put this surprisingly high, actually, as a broad thing and also as a specific thing. The, the, Super, Mar the Super Mall is awesome. And then, oh, the games of me. All right, I will put that at the end, though. Wait, a minute, what was the one you voted on? You vote. All right, you you put Star Wars on, but I'm so in love with it. it. You you folks made it your number one. It's my number one too. All right, so I think I've got it. Number ten is me. Number nine is streaming, kind of me in a different light. Or streaming and, and live TV production, party planning, video game development, um, mall uh, design, Iron Man, and what I mean by that, uh, famous artists, uh, the age of the colonized or uh, pre-colonized. I have, well, this is all going to be flying by the seat of my pants, folks. But if you ever watch the top ten, it is me flying by the seat of my pants. Just saying what comes into my head as I talk. And the number one, Heavy Star Wars. Okay. All right. Woo! All right. Um, Kanban, but you're building ATTs and TIE Fighters. Yeah! I mean, I, I am sure in Star Wars canon, there's something about the um, the shipyards where all these things are made. I could totally see it. There is so much to do in that game that is something other than blasters and lightsabers. Let's finally do that. Man, I'm really getting excited about that. And I am not a huge Star Wars nerd, when it boils right down to it. Okay, so we've got it. I am queued up, ready to go. So, all right, folks, you asked for it. You're going to see me. And so now, at this point, for the next 20 minutes, I am going to accidentally bring up the debugger. I am going to just do this top 10. This is how I would film it. I'm, I can't really do any back and forth with the chat. I, can't, I will say, hey, welcome, first-time chatter. Um, uh, Chalks and P PT, big fan from Portugal. Hey, say say hey to Paulo. I know Portugal's a big place. I'm sure you don't know Paulo. Um, thank you. Uh, thank you for the kind words. Uh, first timer. Yay. Bringing more people to Twitch. It's all going to plan. Okay. So what are we going to do? So it's going to be 
Hey everybody, or so it's going to be, where's my logo? Hey everybody, today Rado talks to his top 10 board game things that we're missing. And what do I mean by that? Well, it's going to be this and that and the other thing. I've got 10. And actually, folks, I wasn't alone in this. This is something people have been asking for quite a while, and I had the help of the internet because I stream live. Okay, that's it. And then I'm going to go to, and I can go to the tabs. Are they just ready to go? And, oh, oh no. So, right, so I've got that tab queued up. So we'll start with my number 10. And what's the link? I go to this one. We'll start with my number 10, me. All right. Oh, that's just going to be such a cheesy way to start, but I love it. Uh, I'm actually kind of fond of it now. And I love that uh, this picture is really cool because it's like me lording over everything. And it's a little nice shout out to Istanbul, which is a great game. I have no idea who took this picture, but it's, a good, it's good. All right. So, and uh, we do the list. And I can just go through them one at a time. Uh, that picture could be a bit bigger, I think. Boop, boop, boop. There we go. Boop, boop. And how about all the pictures? Are all the pictures good? Yeah, that's a good size. There we go. A little bit more. That's a good one. That could go a little down just to be consistent with everything else. And, uh, Iron Man. Oh, I'm so silly. It'll make sense, I promise. Or maybe it won't. Maybe I'm building this up way too much. Uh, famous artists. Um, what am I going to call that? The Age of... Yeah, oh, yeah. Or, oh, oh, yeah. Okay, and then Heavy Star Wars. People, people are going to be very happy with that. You folks chose wisely. That is going to be a very well-received number one. I can promise you that right now. Okay. Um, all right. And uh, in case anybody's showing up late, we as a group have come up with the definitive top 10 board game themes that the industry should really get to work on. Uh, not everybody will agree, of course, but alrighty. So here we go. All right. And is there still sound? Oh, man. If sound cuts out now, I'm so scared. But I'm, I'm, I'm just going to... I'm going to, you know, trust the streaming gods that everything's fine, that whatever that was is going to be okay. And by the way, after I'm done with this, folks, like I said, it'll take about 20 minutes while I'm not actually doing back and forth stuff with you. Uh, if you're still here, ask questions. Uh, you can scroll down and use a question ask, uh, a question asking act where you can put questions in a queue so that I won't miss them. So far, nobody's been interested in it. We'll see how it goes. Um, but okay. All right. Let me just get a drink. One more drink of water. Sound is perfect, says Danoga. Thank you. Thank you, Denny. Okay, here we go. <clears throat> hey, everybody. Today, Rado runs through his top 10 board game themes that I'm wondering where the heck are they? And what do I mean by that? Well, hello. This is a list that has been a long time coming. Because whenever I do a Q&As, whenever I meet people at board game conventions, one of, if not the most commonly asked question I get is, hey, so what themes do you really wish a board game publisher to start focusing on? Where What's missing? And I have to admit, I never have an answer for that. My wife gets asked the question quite a bunch as well. It gets asked at least once every other episode of my podcast, which you can find at podcast.rao.com. And so for years, I've been trying to come up with a way to answer this question. And I finally stumble across the answer. The power, the, the, uh, the wisdom of crowds. Basically, what I did is I streamed myself live on Twitch uh, to an audience of about 100 viewers, and I asked them, hey, you folks, what do you think is missing? And I took all their best ideas that I absolutely loved, and I have created this list. So this was a passion project between me and some very, very smart, clever, and creative fans of the show, and I am really happy. Now, not everybody's going to agree with all these things. I know there's going to be some that people really like. There's going to be some that are a little silly and cheesy. I will try to explain myself, but I do believe in every single one of these. So, without further ado, um, what is my number 10 theme that the industry really needs to see? Uh, hold on to your butts, folks. It's me. 
Rado. No, not really. Uh, in case you don't know, I was a video game developer for over two decades, or just shy of two decades. And I've worked on a lot of really famous video games. Siphon Filter, Fable 2, The Sims, Pitfall Lost Expedition, Brink. And um, I was really on the fence about putting this on, but all of those games I love so much. And I can easily visualize how all of those games, especially The Sims, where the heck is The Sims in board game form? Not as some kind of little party game, but a real meaty simulation that, dep that duplicates everything The Sims does. That's a total no-brainer. I worked on The Sims on console, PlayStation, Xbox, and uh, GameCube. And so that's on my list. And Siphon Filter is a great shooter um, that, uh, you know, that does really interesting mesh of stealth and action. I think uh, you could be... I mean, I'm so in love with Brink, the last major game I worked on, and Fable 2, where is a Fable-style fantasy adventure game with all the humor. Go, somebody, go contact Dean Carter. Uh, he lives in America now. He is the heart and soul of Fable. And um, I imagine you could pull him out to get him to be a consultant on a Fable board game, which would be amazing! So... I wasn't going to put this on the list, but remember I talked about how I did this with a live audience, and the live audience kept goosing me, come on, Rado, you can do it. And I have to admit, I would I love all these things that I've worked on so much. They would all make great board games. So, the, you know, my number 10, very self-servingly, is my own personal oeuvre of video game designs turned into board game form. All right, so that was the silly one. Let's get to um, some more serious ones now with my number nine. Um... Pod or not, sorry, uh, streaming. The life of a streamer. So once again, this is kind of all about me. But a few people suggested this, and I thought you could make a very, very interesting game about somebody actively trying to be successful on Twitch or on YouTube, making a career out of you know whatever topic it is they want to cover, trying to placate the fans, trying to um, you know, do collaborations with other people, trying to grow your channel, trying to respond to shifting changes, trying to respond to demonetization events that happen all the time. There is is fertile ground. And believe me, I know because this is my life now. But I want to broaden this beyond just YouTube or Twitch streamer into just live TV broadcast management in general. There's a huge amount of interesting stuff. I would love to see a game about making classic uh, multi-cam sitcoms in the 50s. Uh, my wife and I, we just watched the uh, the the Desi Lucy, or the I Love Lucy movie the other night, and oh my gosh, a whole Euro-style resource management game set in that black and white world would be amazing. Or set, uh, you know, making friends. Or broadcasting the live nightly news. I mean, we've seen really interesting TV shows about that. Why haven't we seen games that focus on managing the personalities, you know, the anchors, the stars, whatever it is, dealing with equipment stuff, dealing with... I mean, there are some games that are kind of tangential to this. Uh, most notably, Gil uh, Hova's The Networks is fantastic, but that's a high-level executive choosing what shows get made. I'm talking about where the rubber hits the road, making the games themselves. I can see the board is literally the studio that you film on. Or, again, uh, go smaller and just be a little scrappy independent person Person trying to make a living on Twitch. That whole live broadcast world is so rife with possibilities. I think you could make a lot of very interesting um, different styles of games within that. So that's my number nine. Then we move on to number eight, party planning, event planning. When somebody suggested this, 
oh, it was like a light bulb went off. It's such a no-brainer. Actually, um, interestingly, uh, if anybody, if, if any uh, publishers are watching this and are trying to get some good ideas, and somebody says, that's a really good idea, contact John Gets Games, uh, another uh, board game YouTuber. His day job, he is a professional party planner. And so, I mean, he could give you all the information, you know, and there's so much to it. You know, and I could see this game, you know, or I can see a lot of different games. You know, planning, you know, just families, planning a party for their kids, trying to get the, uh, the you know, the, the actors or the bouncy councils and, you know, getting the right presence and dealing with kids who don't get along with each other. Or it could bro grow up bigger. Big, massive gala events where you're worried about getting all the right people at the right tables uh, because you want to make sure, oh, well, um, you know, the vice president of marketing has to sit next to, you know, that kind of stuff. And then dealing with the entertainment, dealing with equipment failures. Uh, if you were actually here the day I actually streamed this live and came up with this list, I had some pretty significant equipment failures I had to deal with. So there's a lot of really interesting grist, subject matter here, in a lot of different venues, big or small. And I think uh, we could see a bunch of games. Plus, they could all be really bright and colorful and warm and inviting. Although, I mean, this goes beyond. Let's just, you know, I mean, you know, a more, uh, you know, party event side of things. What about haunted houses? There's a lot that could be done here that nobody's ever touched in board game form, which is why it comes on the list at number eight. Uh, party event planning. Okay. Then we go on to number seven. And this one kind of circles back around to me again, video game development. Uh, again, I was a creative director, lead designer in the video game industry for two decades. And I can tell you from firsthand experience, there is so much. There could be a half a dozen different Euro-style games from a half a dozen different producers that uh, are you know, designers and publishers that approach this subject matter in completely different ways. I mean, I'm really close to this because for a brief window of time, I was working with Portal Games to do a video game development rethink of their fantastic business sim, Preda Porter, and, um, and it was really working. And ever since then, I've wanted to see it. Now, don't get me wrong, I'm not eager to go back to all the epic 60-hour-a-week, 52-weeks-a-year crunch lifestyle that I lived for literally years. But um, again, there's so much that can be done in this space, and I think it would be genuinely very engaging. I know because it is about game development. Now, as a sidestep, you could also talk about board game development, too. I don't have any first-hand knowledge. I wonder if there's enough there to really make it. Um, as opposed to video games, independent uh, game development, massive multiplayer, uh, you know, uh, MMO development, uh, you know, MOBA-style games, free-to-play. I mean, there's so much stuff there. Uh, it's just such a no-brainer. I mean, I have seen some video game-themed things, but they're just basically like recreating the video game content. There's actually one coming that's about life in the 80s, trying to play all the best games in an arcade. I keep waiting. Where's the one about actually making these things? And not just a simple party game, but deep Euros. Heavy, complex resource management, budgetary stuff, scheduling, um, you know, all the all the different partners you have to make happen, your, your publishers, your fans. I, I, it's, it's really a no-brainer. And sooner or later, somebody's going to do it. And I suspect it'll be a big hit. Video game development. All right, so that was, what, that was my number seven, right? Uh, 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. All right. Oh, I've, I've lost track. All right. Let, okay, I'm going to stop counting. There's a number there on screen next to my head that says what the number is. The next one is uh, shopping malls. Specifically, I mean, this is not something I ever would have occurred in a million years. And this is why I had so much fun doing this live with the audience. Because somebody suggested that. Shopping malls in their heyday, in the 80s and 90s, in America, when, I mean, they were taking over everything. Of course, 
These days, shopping malls are kind of sad, depressing shells, but... And, and I, maybe there's something a little off about celebrating, you know, just the worst of consumeristic excess, but there's no two ways about it. A shopping mall tycoon-style game would be fantastic. And again, there's different types. So, you know, there's the multi-level mega malls, there's strip malls. Um, you know, I have seen some games that do little bits of things that maybe are you like trying to control a bodega with a couple of shops, but these sorts of things, you know, these literal monstrosity temples to consumerism that just take up, you know, massive amounts of square footage, of acreage. You know, they have to grow parking problems, traffic problems in the surrounding area, trying to get consumers in. Um, you know, holiday rushes. Uh, you know, there's so much interesting stuff to be done here. And then, of course, there are a, you know, a million different cards that represent a million different types of shops that would be able to get uh, in here and charging rent for them and, you know, trying to deal with shifting uh, taste. Are people really into Hot Topic anymore? I'm not quite sure. Uh, maybe I need to, you know, raise the rent on them and get them out. Really, really cool. I could see a lot of very fun Euro-y style economic stuff with a shopping mall tycoon. Okay, then we've got Iron Man. And I'll be honest, when the person suggested this, they were actually talking about like Iron Man triathlon stuff. And I'll agree, that's a brilliant idea for a game. But as soon as they said Iron Man, that sparked something in me, and I wanted to talk about this. This is a recurring thing I have had for superhero board games for years. The interesting thing about Iron Man is not the fact that he shoots repulsor beams from his hands and he flies around and he has an AI in his head. The interesting thing about Iron Man, he is, well, in the Marvel Universe, an Elon Musk-type person who has a whole life. He has this whole other side. Um, Marvel Champions, one of my favorite games of recent years, when it first came out, it seemed like it was really focusing hard on the personal life of the heroes. But over time, they have walked away and walked away and made that game nothing but punch, 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 superhero, supervillain, punch, 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 oh, I'm hurt, now I'll go back to punching. Don't get me wrong, I love that part of superheroes, but that's not what made me fall in love with Marvel Comics when I was a kid, and I saw Peter Parker had all the same problems I did. And when somebody said Iron Man, what? What an amazingly interesting game that would be. To say, oh yeah, you know what? There's something that represents him fighting the bad guys, but who cares about that? What's really interesting is him running, um, you know, Stark Tech. Being, you know, a, uh, you know a, a person who is, again, trying to balance budgets, trying to invest in research and development, trying to balance what he needs to research and develop for his own you know, uh, vigilante activities, but also taking those breakthroughs and um, applying them to consumer products that could literally lift people out of poverty. It drives me nuts. One of my big things in the Marvel Cinematic Universe that they never really talk about how, oh, the arc reactor has made permanent, free, cheap te um, energy for all. And that should have fundamentally changed the world. Now, maybe it did, and they just never spent any time to talk about how, hey, yeah, we don't really have much poverty anymore, thanks to... But I want to see a game that focuses on, okay, if you have superheroes doing these sorts of things, what is their day-to-day -day life like? Um, you know, and we've seen this a little bit. Um, Kick-Ass which is based off a comic series, had a tiny bit of it. Uh, Seth Jaffe, a really great uh, designer developer from the sadly departed Tasty Minstrel Games, for years he was working on a game called Alter Ego that was really focused more on the day-to-day -day life. Um, and again, Marvel Champions, for a brief window, looked like they were going to do it. But this is what I want. I want an Iron Man... I want a Tony Stark simulation, not an Iron Man simulation. I want a Peter Parker going to college game where... Oh, and by the way, he also has to deal with the fact that sometimes he's beat 
beat up and he, you know, and he still has to make class and stuff like that. That's what I want to see. That's what makes superheroes so compelling and interesting. Not the punchy, punchy kick and the flying and the zapping and all of that. So, um, even though it was not what they suggested, I want to see an Iron Man simulation. And I want that to be the start of a whole different way of looking at superheroes in board games. Okay, then we move on to, I think we're at our number three. Let me count, let's see. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Oh, did I delete a window? I must have deleted a window, because I'm pretty sure I had 10. If not, I'll edit in something after the fact. But we're at my number three now, folks. Remember, I'm doing this live. I'm, I'm, I'm juggling a lot of balls. But our number three, uh, which I thought was a brilliant idea, was um, Famous Artists. Now, we have had some of this right now. But I, I mean, when I started thinking about it, when, when, the, uh, when, when it was suggested, to actually a series of games, you know, drilling down on a specific artist who works in a specific milieu, who has specific real-world things that they are dealing with. You know, Frida and Picasso and, and, um, and Michelangelo and all the rest of them. And it doesn't just have to be famous white artists. This was just a, uh, you know, a picture I could find. I mean, famous Asian artists, famous African artists, artists throughout history, and having games that really drill down on their lives. You know, in the same way that the movie Amadeus created such an interesting, dramatic tension. But, you know, between um, Tom Hulse and uh, F.R.A. Abraham, I can see that kind of stuff working its way into games. Bringing history to life, telling us the story of these amazing people, some of whom we've heard of, many of whom we haven't. And, um, you know, it's kind of... It's kind of like a more grounded, down-to-earth version of what I was just talking about. Hey, tell us the personal story of superheroes. I want games that tell the personal stories of real, influential, historic artists from around the world and from around time. I believe... I've seen games that do replicate the artistic act, you know, by mixing paints and stuff like that. And that's all well and good. But those are always abstracted away. I want games about these specific people. Why? As a board game industry, do we have so many games that focus on cities and put the name of the city on the box, but we don't have all these games that focus on the people? And we, there's no reason not to. That is, as soon as somebody suggested that, I got so excited. I, I mean, I, I mean, I want more of this. And um, so it's my number three historical artist. Okay. Then we go on to number two, and uh, this is the this is the toughest one. We obviously, the board game industry, for a long time, have had tons and tons of games all about the era of colonization, of European colonizers going to Africa, going to the Americas, going to Asia, and just setting up colonies and making really fun, engaging, interesting engine building games where we're trying to harvest resources and send them back home. I played so many of these games. I've loved so many of these games, but I have definitely got my eyes open these days, thanks to Jason Perez and others about how that's a really myopic view of history. And I think it's been represented enough. And the question is, what about the other side of the coin? Where is the um, age of colonized rather than colonization? Telling the story of the people who are on the receiving end. And now, it doesn't all have to be doom and gloom. I'm, I am so excited. Uh, it was announced recently um, that uh, Jason Perez, a really prolific uh, board game YouTuber, uh, if, you, if you haven't seen him, go check out the links in the show notes. I'll have a link for uh, John Gets Games as well. Great channels. Uh, it was recently announced that he, uh, the publishers of Prayer to Rico, 
for a new anniversary edition that's coming, where it will no longer be about the colonizers, you know, basically converting Puerto Rico into tobacco fields, but instead, it will tell the story of what happened after the um, freedom was obtained by the people, and they had to rebuild their own society with them in charge. That is beautiful, especially because they're not really changing the mechanisms. They're just changing the setting and the story and telling a different story about goods production and harvesting and conversion from a different point of view. And that's wonderful. And I hope that's just the beginning. Um, there's, a, there's a really interesting game called Zingu. I've never played it from a South American developer that is told from the point of view of the uh, the uh, Native American tribe, or the, 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 the South American tribes, and you know how their life, way of life was changed. Somebody, actually, when we were talking about this in the live thread, talked about um, you know the uh, the American uh, Native American Indian tribes, uh, not necessarily focusing on how you know yeah you could do a game that's just like oh look how terrible it is that they were all just you know trail of tears into reservations and all that, but what about a thing that celebrated their heroics, their fights for freedom, you know the way that they were sabotaging rail lines and whatnot, and I mean we have a very simple myopic view of that story. Board games are perfect for telling that story, and nobody's doing it. It's huge. It's wide open. We've told enough stories about the colonizers. Let's tell stories about the colonized now. And that's why it's my number two. And my number one, um, after that very heavy topic, I think is going to be near and dear to a lot of people's hearts, Star Wars! But specifically, when somebody suggested this, heavy Star Wars. That really piqued my interest. Because pretty much every Star Wars game out there is about running around with lightsabers, and TIE fighters, and X-wings, and blasters, and just having adventures. And there's nothing wrong with that. That's totally fine. I have seen a lifetime worth of that. Here's what I haven't seen. I have not seen an economic Euro simulation about the, um, the, uh, the Imperial Navy Yards that build all those TIE fighters. They're getting blown up all the time. I have not seen a really deep, heavy, rich Euro from Vita Lasarda about how after the Empire falls at the end of Return of Jedi, the New Republic has to be rebuilt on Coruscant. You can't tell me that wouldn't be an amazing rich hero dripping with theme really interesting stories to tell. We have got so much adventure Star Wars board games, it's coming out of our ears. But where's the Euro Star Wars? The really interesting... I'm talking about heavy stuff. That's why I mentioned Vito Lasarda, um, you know, and, and other really designers who really push the envelope. And, and I mean, you know, it's great. Vinos is wonderful making um, um, wine or gallerists running um, you know, galleries um, or... or um, or, uh, oh, I, I, a number of them. But how about ones that are set in a galaxy far, far away? I, you know, I, at first, I kind of dismissed it out of hand, because I have to admit, I'm not the biggest Star Wars um, guy in the world. I, I like Star Wars. I grew up with it. But the more I thought of it, and it was interesting, the, uh, the live audience, they got to vote. I, I picked nine of them, and the live audience picked the 10th one. And this was the one they chose. And the more I thought about it, the more I thought, well, I was going to put theirs at the top, at the bottom of the list, at number 10. But no, it's my number one. I want to see Euro-style Star Wars uh, heavy, heavy economic simulations in a galaxy far, far away, and I want it now, board game industry. I want it now. And that's it, folks. Ten great themes. Unless I forgot one. I, I, I'm really concerned now that I, I only counted nine tabs. I'm pretty sure I set one up. Um, if I forgot one, tell you what, we will pause right now 
And we're back. And if we didn't, you just saw me stand there like a statue for a second, and I talked about the 10th one that I accidentally deleted. But I want to say thank you to everybody who showed up for my live stream. I had a fantastic, and I can't tell you how many wonderful other ideas came up. If you want to watch that, hit that I up in the top right corner of the screen or follow links to the show notes. There will be a link to the full um, episode where we talked for like 30 or 40 minutes about all kinds of different subjects. And then we actually, on camera, whittled it down to the 10 I just talked about. But anyway, folks, that's going to be it. Thank you very much for watching. And thanks to everybody who helped me make this list. Have a very nice day. Talk to you later. So long. Uh, bye bye Boop! I'm back. Are you still here, everybody? Phew! Okay. What happened? Why did I only count nine tabs? Did I forget one? Did I forget one? <laughs> Well timed, sir. That is an excellent use of stickers. Bravo to me, indeed. Oh my goodness. Phew, I am sweating up a storm. Okay, what did I miss? What were my ten? What? Let's see. Let's see. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. I talked about heavy Star Wars. I talked about malls. I talked about my games. I talked about the colonized. I talked about historic cars. <gasps> no! Bronze Age collapse! Bronze Age collapse! Well, I, I, I left an opening. I, so I'm gonna, okay, okay, tell you what, let me zip back up. <laughs> yeah, I will have to edit this. I already had to, I'm gonna have to edit this anyway to put words up at the top saying what number nine and number eight is. I was gonna have to do that anyway. So let me go on ahead back in. Bronze Age Collapse, Goblin. That was yours, wasn't it? Okay. All right. Um, let's see, and which one was that? Uh, oh yeah, how did that happen? Oh, I, it's just there. I totally missed it. I blame you, audience. You're on my... Crap list now! You, you, you left me hung and dry! Okay, so, let's see, let me find, uh, um, bronze... Let me find a picture of that. Bronze... Age... Collapse. Let's see if we got some good pictures. Alright, um, ba 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 Alright, I need to go back to the browser view. Bronze Age Collapse. Image. Okay. What was it like after the Bronze Age Collapse? Who would win? Pictures? Ooh, what happened after... Ooh, look at that picture. Is that... Is that... That's an awesome picture. Um, is that legit? Is that the course of the empire? The end. Right. Th things didn't look that nice in the Bronze Age, did it? I don't really think that's a representative. Well, no. That could be a bronze shield, right? Is this is this representative of the bronze? No, Kabuki is really dumb. When I was just opening up the pictures, I just messed up. And I, um, I, I, at no point did I, right, is it painted, I mean, yeah, of course, any picture from the Bronze Age is lost, but is this what the Bronze Age looked like? Is this what the collapse looked like? That looks a little too, you know, Greek-Rome times. I mean, there's all these maps. I mean, those are kind of interesting. If they weren't so low res, all right, open image in new tab. What's that look like? Oh, that is a low res. Oh, because I have to go there, all right, because it's a thumbnail. No one knows what it looks like. Okay, then I'm going to use one of these map pictures. Let's, yeah, map of the Bronze Age collapse. There we go. That's a good one. Um, Assyria. Somebody was talking about how Assyria actually survived. All right, open in new tab. There we go. Bronze Age collapse. Shrink that down a little bit to be like the other ones. All right, that'll do. Yeah, that's a lot of things on fire. I think that's a pretty appropriate one. Um, it's representing... Uh, Kabuki says it's representing uh, uh, you know, earthquake uh, being one of the causes of collapse. Yeah. Perfect. Love it. All right, let's get back in here. Now, what number was that? Oh, yeah, because all my numbers went wrong. I'm not even going to say numbers. I'll, I'll figure out numbers later. <laughs> um, all right, but anyway, so I had that thing where I just paused for a second, and then I'll edit. We'll cut to this, and I'll say... All right, okay, here we go. 
back to not listening to you folks. Sorry, folks. That, that, that was totally on me. I, I totally goofed that up. How did I mess that up? Always count. Uh, um, or never do a top 10 live because things will go horribly wrong. All right, so we're back here. So, all right, so if I do this... Yeah, let's do that. So it's an animation transition. Okay. So, no, no, let's just come. Let's, we'll just cut. There we go. All right, okay. <clears throat> this episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Bronze Age Collapse! How could I forget? That was, that was literally the first one that was suggested by the audience, and it was one of my favorites. When I was just getting the list ready in front of the audience, I just goofed up and forgot to go find a picture that represents this really interesting and mysterious time in history. I have played um, Bronze Age games. And I've played Stone Age games, and I've played Iron Age games. But, for those of you who don't know, and I have to admit, I know very little about this, there is this mysterious chapter of history, the, uh, the Bronze Age Collapse, where pretty much all of the massive civilizations that had been developing in the Western world just disappeared. Some people say Assyria survived. Uh, this is one of many, many pictures i found that like hypothesizes different reasons that all these huge population centers just kind of disappeared. That's really incredible. Engaging. Talk about interesting subject matter. Now, I don't know, maybe there's some really super heavy-duty war game that's covered this topic, but that's not what I want. I want a nice mid-weight Euro. I want a nations-style game, or a tapestry-style civilization game that is about the end of civilization. What could possibly bring it out? What did people do? Where did they go? Now, I appreciate this has the potential to be a really dire and dour and depressing game, but but I, I think it could be handled deftly. I think you maybe want to abstract out a lot of the stuff and um, and just focus more on you know what are the potential. I mean, there's lots of hypotheses, earthquakes, you know, um, you know, economic collapse, all kinds of stuff. You know, maybe this is a game or series of games that investigates different things that happened. And you know, what? I can imagine games that aren't aren't about you know the big picture, but about an individual city and you know how. Uh, you, know, you, as a leader of a city in the middle of the Bronze Age collapse, what are you going to do to try to do right by your people? I mean, there's so much interesting stuff here. Now, admittedly, we don't know much about the real history, but I got no problem with speculative fiction. I just put a crazy galaxy far, far away game in my number one slot. So you better believe, I imagine there are a lot of really brilliant professors out there that have spent their life studying this and who are just waiting for that call from some plucky board game publisher say, hey, we would really like to make a game that brings your research to life. Would you like to collaborate with us? And I think next thing you know, you've got a Game of the Year candidate. That's what I want to see. That's the one that was missing. Um, there it is, the number, whatever it was. Sorry, folks. Sorry, audience. But okay. Uh, patch done. All complete. Where was I? Okay. That was good. That was smooth. Nobody even noticed. Phew. Okay. Um, right. There you go. And okay, Goblin, I gave you exactly what you wanted. I mean, I mean... I guess I could have said, you know, there, there's like um, the the Atlantis game, you know, Rising Atlantis. I mean, there's there's like some fancy stuff, but no, let's actually 
Let's not fantasy flight, or, you know, flights of fantasy it. Let's do it for realsy reels. Okay, well, it has been two hours. Thank you, folks. Um, right, so... I am now going to do very little QA because there aren't very many that are queued up in the machine because I think that, that doing this top 10 was a success. You folks tell me. I'm, I'm asking you, was this interesting? Um, is this a worthwhile thing? Because again, you can see right up there, we are about a third of the way to unlocking, once I get to 2,000 subscribers, or you know, um, 1,998 subscribers, um, I, we could unlock and do this again sometime. Would you be interested, or should I try to make something else be the thing that we unlock when we get another whatever it is? I can't quite... It's very small on my screen followers. Let me know what you think. In the meantime, there is... One question in the queue. Somebody asked, can you see this question? Yes, I can. And here's an interesting thing. I'm trying to mark it as accepted, and it won't mark as accept. So, of course, in a, in a stream where everything has fallen apart, this little plugin has fallen apart too. So I'm going to have to work on something else. Yeah, this is a failure. But there was one question. Uh, do I think Feed the Kraken has the potential to be a new social deduction game kicking out Secret Hitler and others? I'm sorry, I don't know. I've never heard of Feed the Kraken. I have played Secret Hitler, but not in its original form. I played it as a secret Voldemort at a party, oh, because there's a print and play, turns into Harry Potter, and it was amazing. Um, and it was, it was the first time I'd ever played a game like that, and I had a really good time. So, uh, but I, I couldn't tell you anything about Feed the Kraken. I don't know. But, um, all right, okay. Let's let's do some questions. Let's do some Q and A. I see. All right, I see. Uh, Mom Gamer loved it. Rare Norb loved it. Anything live is fuzz, says Kabuki. Kabuki will always show up. Uh, Blue Sapphire loved it. So far, I haven't seen anybody saying no. That looks like we got at least half a dozen thumbs up, no thumbs down. Hey, you know what? You can be anonymous. Let's go on ahead and do one last poll, and hopefully, this won't kill the sound. Um, thumbs up or down on live top ten collabs. Yay or nay? And you've got two minutes, as always. And uh, that's two minutes to start asking some questions the old-fashioned way. And I think Kabuki was curious to hear my reservations about Boba Fett. All right, well, I will not spoil anything about Boba Fett. I... I don't, you know, I don't want to, you know, obviously people haven't seen it. I've seen, we just watched the uh, new episode last night. My mom loves it. But really, for her, it's kind of a nostalgia thing because she remembers seeing Star Wars in the 70s in the, in the big screen. I mean, it was such a transformative thing for her as a young woman who'd never seen anything like that in her life. For me, it was like, oh, I was a kid. Is this what movies are like? This is awesome. Um, so she's been very excited. I've been watching it with her. And I'm enjoying it on her behalf. But for me, I kind of have the same response I do to Mandalorian. It's just like all the beats are so straightforward. And interestingly, well, you know, one thing, okay, I've always complained about how I, it's a, it's really off-putting that the Mandalorian never takes his helmet off. I understand there's an important storyline for that, but I, I just can't connect to him. Of course, Boba Fett takes his helmet off all the freaking time. And every time he does, I'm like, Put your helmet back on, man. You're 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 uh, you're an old dumpy dude. You're an old dumpy bald dude, and you you do, you do not strike fear. Now it is interesting. What I will say, uh, let's try to appreciate something about it. I love that um, you know, it's 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 kind of by the numbers, but in a way I did not expect. It is not a show about oh look he's just going to do another bounty of the week. Um, it's about him actually trying to be a leader, and be a good leader, and I like that, and I and I like watching him struggle. Or I like it in theory. In practice, I just don't think it's implemented very well um, from moment to moment on the show. Uh, he, he's presented with very simple 
issues to solve. He has very simple, cursory um, ways to address the problems that come up. And then we just move on to the next thing. And this game, this show could have it. Well, I mean, you just watched my my number one, Star Wars. I want deep, heavy dives into the uh, the socioeconomics of Star Wars. That was my favorite part of Mandalorian. Anytime there were members of the Empire just getting to talk for a while, 100% yay, not a single down vote. Okay, folks, thanks. Yes, I, I really appreciate it. That means a lot. Thank you. Um... Uh, let's, yeah, uh, you know, let's just uh, say, wow, wow, that is, I really appreciate that. So, um, Mandalorian has really great subject matter and I think they're squandering it. And I, but I couldn't say anything more without actually going into story spoilers. So I like what they're trying to do, but I just don't think they're doing as well as they could. But again, like Mandalorian, it's so wonderfully produced. It's beautiful. It's amazing. It's so high budget. I mean, I, I can enjoy it from a, well, look at all this money that's on the screen, logistics type thing. But again, I don't have a really strong nostalgic vibe for uh, Star Wars universe in general. So that's always going to be something. Oh, I should turn off that because I'm answering questions. All right. In the meantime, let's see... Uh, Fair enough. Kabuki points out there's nothing dumpy about him. He's pretty solid for a 61-year-old dude. Oh, yeah, I mean, pff, believe me, I wish I was in that good of shape as a 52-year-old dude. I, I don't mean... It's just... I don't know. Um, it's, 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 it's just kind of in this weird netherland. It's, it's not the Boba Fett of old who was just a stone-cold badass, no disintegrations, because he was a guy who would just disintegrate people to, to save himself trouble. And now he's made this huge shift. And now I believe... We are getting... I mean, I like the flashbacks. The flashbacks are genuinely interesting. I would have been happy if the whole show had just been, hey, let's just do a, a you know a, a thing from the uh, end of Jedi up to you know wherever he's supposed to up to Mandalorian because uh, I enjoy that stuff much more. But the current up to date stuff, it's interesting, it's gauging, but it's just uh, it just kind of misses the mark for me personally. So that's my um, spoiler free. Hopefully, hopefully that wasn't too annoying for people. Um, Boba Fetty Fett. Alrighty. Great stuff. Always enjoy things like this. Sorry, people are still saying nice things about me. I like the second. Oh, very Fremen. Yeah, I've, oh, actually, I probably shouldn't say that. Uh, but yeah, there, there are there are definitely there's interesting stuff. I'm 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 engaged. It's not bad in any way, shape, or form. It's just not everything I would have hoped it would be. And maybe that's unfair of me to uh, put on it what I want out of it. What it wants to do, it seems to be doing very well. It's just not what I wanted. All right, and, I, and honestly, and I didn't even know what I wanted until I saw them trying to do it and just not doing it as well as they could have. All righty. Uh, let's see, I've got a question here from Steven. Would I be up for changing the any question, Steam avatars, etc. graphics? They look like an, uh, look enough headers, it's easy to scroll past them and not realize they are interactive buttons. That's why it's such a problem finding all the options. Maybe in the drop shadow or something. Um... You're right. I probably should do a better job at that. I mean, I have no art graphic design skills whatsoever. Interestingly, I've had um, there, there's a person who is a professional graphic designer who uh, you know did some early work to kind of j totally revamp the look of Rado runs through thumbnails and stuff like that. Uh, she's had to go on hiatus on that job for a while, but I'm hoping she'll be able to like, kind of circle back around to it in the new year. And I suspect when that happens, I'd say, hey, can we take a look at my Twitch page a little bit too and try to make that a little bit. Uh, you know, a, a little bit easier to grok. So fair enough, fair fair enough, Stephen. All righty. Uh, right, fair. So more Boba Fett stuff. I said, wow, and the power of stickers, the green screen. All right, what was that? Oh, oh. ah, Kuki's one. Oh, well, Kuki was jumping again. The green screen ain't great on it though. Looks like it's from the fifties. Mm. Oh, more Boba Fett. I haven't noticed that. 
but uh, maybe you're watching on a bigger screen than me. All righty. All right, and um, oh, I, I think that's it. Nobody's had any questions other than Boba Fetty stuff. So, folks, I think we are done. I think that was a moderate success, marred by some technical issues and just some scatterbrainness of me, which is par for the course. It wouldn't be a Rado show if I didn't forget something and make a terrible goof. It has to be fixed in post. So, let's see if there's anybody I know to raid. All right, board games. What have we got there? I see a bunch of board game channels, and I recognize none of them. Oh, wait, nope, nope, nope. I do recognize uh, a Palooza. Oh, no, I recognize... Pa a pa All right, okay, yeah. I have raided Palooza a few times. I've only raided, uh, you know, Amanda Panda, Panda Angel once. Let's see, what is Panda Angel doing right now? She is knitting a cap. Okay, that is not very gamey. What is Palooza doing? Let's go back and look at them. I mean, I want to send you... I mean, this has all been gamey stuff, so I want to take you to more game stuff, obviously. Uh, Luza. Luza, They are playing... Oh, what is that? Oh, they're playing... Uh, yeah, they're playing Patchwork. That's nice. Hey, everybody, go say hi to Palooza playing some pa some offshoot of Patchwork that I do not recognize, I have to admit. So maybe it's a new one uh, that they got in Europe because they're in Europe. And uh, tell them I said hi. And if you do this raid, you'll get a bunch more points. You can unlock more uh, features for the R&R uh, &R show. So let's go, everybody. Raiding in 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1... Zero. Raid! I don't think you needed that countdown. But here we go. Here they go. Let's see if this goes through. Oh! Oh! They heard me. There we go. Okay. All right. Okay. It's a, it's a party over there. I hope everybody enjoys that. And thanks for watching, everybody. Thanks for the help. Talk to you later. So long. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.